Check it, check, check, check one, check one. Hello! It's, I'm happy. Once, once every 800 days, Cappy is happy. And, and I have, I had, I've been so submerged like a submarine underwater for years, hunting down Soviet subs, the hunt for blue February or whatever with a Scottish commander. And I, uh, I uh, finally came up for air. And the reason I came up for air is because the work is done. It's done. Not like, it is finished. Still a guy nailed to a plank of wood. Still waiting to see miracles. But it's done. And everybody who's plugged into the nine to five with their commutes or the telecommuting or whatever else, they don't get it. They don't get it. You guys don't get it. You guys get it. I'm talking the other you guys. Because not all work is done on an assembly line. Not all work is TPS reports. Not all work is commute. We're going to have a morning meeting. Oh, hey, Bob, how's it going? your weekend? There are some not normal people in the world, and sometimes work, especially innovations or creations like art or technological advances or people who tinker, you know, old school Americans, how they used to do that. The work, gets, it's project-based. The work gets done when it gets done, and I'm done. I published the book of numbers yesterday, came out in Kindle. Uh, We had some fuckery with the cover. Didn't exactly scale right. Wasn't the right resolutions. Rollo fixed it. So the paperback should, in theory, be available. I'm warning you all now. I didn't. Here's here's the paradox. Let me because I know a lot of people already want to buy the paperback. I'll announce when the paperback is published. However, it's going to come with a caveat that the cover might be a little bit off for the fonts. We don't know. Not until I get a physical copy of the cover of my uh, a copy of my book will I know. Oh yeah, this is <clears throat> this is it. So just so you know, right? Yeah, you'll be able to get it for Christmas. I'd like to think that is the ideas in the book <laughs> that matter. But just so you know, you may not get the perfect book, okay? But the, 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 the ideas and the writing are in there. Something might be slightly misaligned. That, that's the worst thing. And swear to God, just these inferior minds. So I published the paper, the Kindle version because that's easy. That's digital. And um, the, it goes up. And many thanks to all of you who have already bought it. It's now ranked number one in dating. In Amazon, that's amazing. Usually, I have I have more. Uh, <clears throat> when you when you publish a book, you got to select two categories it belongs to, and usually, obviously, is in economics or finance or something like that. And there's a billion of those books out there, but th- there's a billion in dating. This this made it. This isn't number one in economic theory written by a guy left handed on Tuesdays. You know, this is dating. It's the number one book in dating on Kindle. So I want to thank all of you. And so far, the results and the responses have been But there's always that turd in the punch bowl. Uh, like, <clears throat> I can't believe. Oh, my God. Harumph, harumph, harumph. If this is the way you write the book description, heaven forbid what's in the actual book. It's like, just shut the fuck up. You obviously are not a regular reader. You're not even an intellectual reader. You're not intelligent at all. 
You're one of these little spineless, dickless, toothpick dick wonders. He's a dangling water simple attribute. Colon is to know. I still don't know the difference between a colon and a semicolon. I don't know what the functional use of them are either. I don't know. I don't care. Somehow I've managed to make it this far. Publishing, I don't know, I'm up to 10 real books now. <laughs> you fucking, what is, isn't it Bubba Watson? Isn't he the golfer who's never taken a golf course in his life? I guarantee you. Hang on, let me set for my new cup. I'll talk about this mug here. It's Papula Pew, by the way. I guarantee you. If you don't know who Bubba Watson is, he's a pretty good golfer you'll you i'm not a big fan of golf i like golfing but i don't watch it too much but you see the same guys you know tiger <clears throat> there was an east indian dude very regularly up there he went away um elroy mcelroy some irish dude he's always up there um phil mickelson i think he's up there too but Bubba Watson's up there too. Now, this guy I've been told has never taken a golf course, uh, a golf class in his life. How much you want to bet? There's a bunch of drastically inferior, dreaming wannabe nobody golfers who couldn't fucking make a two inch putt actually criticizing Bubba Watson. <laughs> Same thing's going to happen with this book, by the way. <clears throat> I'm not joking. This is probably the most poignant economic book out there right now. It may be about dating and men and you guys, ha ha, funny, funny. And, and interesting too. But I, I will state it again. Men historically and into the foreseeable future have accounted for the lion's share of GDP and economic production. We have also accounted for nearly all technological innovations, creations. and, and the, Yeah, there's women that, yeah, no doubt. But we're talking a percent, one percent. Then when you factor in like actual GDP, like, well, and OK, but women are making inroads into working, too. Absolutely. They absolutely are. And women's share of legitimate GDP is also increasing. But honest to God, at least half of what we measure as GDP and economic contribution by women should just be wiped right off, right off the NIPA accounts because it's make work government bullshit jobs, teachers, professors, social workers. You you don't you don't do anything. You don't like <clears throat> it doesn't have to be anything sexy like you patch back a heart. That it doesn't have to it, it could be serving coffee. Nothing wrong with that. It could be ceramics. It could be you uh you make food, whatever it is. That's more legitimate production. Point being though, men only get up in the morning because we want women. We want sex. And since women have been getting fat. And a ton of attitude, not to mention very real. They tell you they don't need you. They're, you're not needed, men. This is that you're not needed. Gee, I wonder what's going to happen to the work ethic of the male population. Oh, here come the neats, an army of neats. Then predictable. Well, a good man gone. Men just can't keep up to my level. <laughs> I wonder why GDP is shrinking. I'm sorry. Not shrinking. Economic growth is slowing. My mistake. This is hard to drink. You got to drink around his ears. Very hard to drink around his ears. It's more of a prop. I got it in an antique store. Yeah, this is not a good mug to drink out of. No. Anyway. <clears throat> so, 
since men still account for the lion's share of economic, we are the economic engines and female youth and beauty, not women, female youth and beauty. Because an old woman, ain't, fat woman, ain't going to man jump up. There ain't going to be no muse. Ain't going to inspire us. There ain't no invigoration. Yeah, let's go to war for that pink hair, tatted up nose ring blob screaming at me that I'm oppressing her somehow. Yeah, that's going to make me want to go major in engineering. I merely had the thesis that without women, real, I'm sorry, without female youth and beauty, there's less fuel in the global economy to power these economic engines, let alone build them, let alone get them to the assembly line. So men are kind of like, man, nah, I got my po pono and my video games. And then I got the, I can't believe oh, you're missing a cobble. <laughs> now, in the real world, I'm not kidding. This would go up for a Nobel Prize in economics because it directly affects the entire global engine of economic growth. But we're so blinded by sexism against men. And we're, ah, Pedro, we're so blinded by victimhood politics and this narrative that women are oppressed. We got to help the Wamas. We're like, uh, you know, we just shut down four cylinders on an eight-cylinder engine. You know, maybe we keep this going along, huh? Don't, you know, uh, the, the whole reason we got to the moon and we got electricity and the, 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 they're losing their incentive now. Okay, have fun creating all the shit, ladies. You, you let me know when 20% when of you, one in five, actually go into a legit field. You let me know how you're going to keep that global economic growth up. You, you let us know. And so there, there might be a little bit more deep, interesting, economic, philosophical things with numbers that you could believe. Ah, I, yeah, I can't believe that you wrote, however, instead of furthermore. Again, seriously, if that is who you are, that is how, that is your life. This is the, that's like the best use of your time is to criticize typos and commas. Go kill yourself. I really, what's your life like? What's that like? I wake up. Reason I'm happy is not just because I published the stuff, but I'm free. I'm free. The project is done. You guys get your regular nine up, oh, five thirty clock out. I'm, I'm done. I'm free for a whole year. I got a whole year off. We're coming in. I think sailors probably get this. Sailors get the coming to port like, hey. But when I get up in the morning, I have more important shit to do than to criticize grammar. You're not even paid. Not even teachers. English teachers, by the way, any one of you, uh, if you're still alive, my English teachers, let me know if you published anything. Let me know if you, uh, you achieved anything there. But you're all fucking worthless. Just these nitpicking Nazis kind of like, wow, that's your life, huh? <clears throat> Gee, Brian, what we go? At least Peaky and the Brain had game plan. At least they, they dreamt big. Even if they failed, they failed big. They could have like a book written about their failures, and even their failures would be interesting. That's more, more achievement. Baking the brain achieved more than any fucking English major, even though they never succeeded. 
Jerry Brain, what are we going to do? Now? We're going to take over the world. Bubba Bo Bob Brain, remember that? Brain came up with the idea like, look at these idiots. They'll believe anything if it's in a country song. It became Bubba Bo Bob Brain. Sang a song that brainwashed all the country listening folk. And they're like, I'll be your leader and take over the world. Like, you'll be our leader and take over the world. That's That's better than all of the criticisms you English majors have. All of them. I, I gotta, I mean, what's your daily schedule look like? Like, wake up, criticize person who did thing, criticize other person who did other thing, criticize, criticize, criticize. Do you have a core? Do you even exist? Eat just to keep you alive a little bit. Oh, did you, did you get to level 33 on Call of Duty there? Oh. <clears throat> Anyway, so aside from that, woke up very happy because I'm free. The ship has come into port. The submarines come out of the water. The product is done. Just waiting on Amazon to give it its Pope-like blessing. Audiobook is coming out soon, too. And I haven't been this, I haven't been in this good of a mood. Uh, I can't remember when. Like it's Christmas time, driving all the lights are starting to come on. I almost feel like a kid again at Christmas. And the gift I get, because I I what I'm one minimalist, so there's nothing really I want or in dire need of. Two, if I needed it, I've already bought it. Like this mug, my paper Le Pew mug. I saw this 14 bucks over at an antique store. Yes, I antique. I go antiquing. It, it you you find cool stuff like this. I don't buy a lot of things. But then I, I get all the time free. I don't have to worry. Let me get the. Wait, look, guys, we're back. We're back. We're doing a podcast. It's regular, normal, everyday cappy. I can write blog posts again. And so I'm looking like oh, I'm going to buy myself something nice. I, I don't, I don't know what. I'll probably get my coins. I'll probably get that. But I think the biggest thing is I just get to relax. I get to enjoy Christmas or the Christmas season. I could drive out, visit mom. I could drive out, visit dad. I could chill out and relax. And there's no rush. I don't have to get back. Even if you have a real better mood. Yeah, because I'm fucking done. I know everybody in this level of altitude flying with your sop with camels doesn't understand where the SR-71 Blackbird is. But see, there was this project I was working on, like a mad scientist. And not all things can be done in an eight-hour day. Sometimes they gnaw at you because it's not done. And when things are done, then you have the freedom. Then you have no guilt. Then your brain is allowed to truly relax and enjoy. And all you procrastinators, all you, oh, I got this project. Oh, I got a postpone. Oh, I filed an extension over all my taxes. I, I don't know how you live a life like that. That's just got to gnaw at you. I know it gnawed at me back when I was a regular C-minus student, never doing my homework, always literally finishing the homework on the bus ride to school, doing the world's crappiest job. Oh. And so, yeah, I'm very happy. And uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. I know I can play my video. Oh, I bought Call of Duty uh, Cold War. And of course they fucked it up. Of course. I, I I got an Xbox One, which is pretty new to me. It says this is Xbox One. Plug it in. And I'm used to how 
Microsoft immediately inserts the jaws of debts and spreads your asshole open. And they at least lube it before they say, oh, okay, you know this disc that has the game on it? It really doesn't have the game on it. We got to download 80,000 gigabytes for it to play. So I'm like waiting for that to happen like an hour and a half. I get it. Then I started playing it. And um, the cutscenes are really choppy. I'm like, what? What the fuck is it now? So I pause it. I go online. Oh, yeah. You need to download this thing or you need a certain type of internet Xbox. I was like, oh, fuck it. I, I don't care about the cutscenes now. Now I'm just going and running gunning. <laughs> I didn't let that bother me. But now I could just, I'm going to play Call of Duty Cold War. I'm going to go to the gym. The gym, that's a whole other thing. So in Minnesota, uh, our governor, his name is Tim Waltz. It's irrelevant. He won't be around for a second term. Uh, He went into this, another massive lockdown. Everything shut down. Cigar lounge shut down. My gym shut down. This shut down, that shut down. Now, the good thing about being in Afton, Wisconsin, Atham looked this up. If you look across the river, there's this other state called Wisconsin, and they have a different governor, but that governor is just as much as a Marxist lip dick pussy as ours. Uh, but they have the Wisconsin Supreme uh, Court, which denied him his lockdowns in perpetuity. So now what everyone is doing is they're going over to Wisconsin, not just for their bars and their, their restaurants, but the gyms. And I've gone there twice. Uh, so I hop on over, get over. And even, even at like 10 a.m., which is pretty early for me, get there at 10 a.m., parking lot's pretty full. And so... So on the phone with the GF, I say, yeah, it's real busy here. There's a lot of guys. I, got, I even got to wait. I got to wait for, uh, for a weight sector, you know, uh, a bar that I need to use. And um, so thank God I'm getting my workouts in. And she says, how many cars or, or trucks are from uh, Minnesota? I said, ah, let me go check. So I walk out. Sure enough, 75% of the vehicles are from Minnesota. <laughs> oh... And so there I am with it. And you can tell these guys are like the serious ones. They're like, I got to get my workout because I'm, I'm probably the scrawniest one there. All guys, by the way, all guys. They're two old ladies. I'm starting to get acclimated uh, to the Wisconsin gym. Let's see who the regulars are. And so there's, 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 there's some eccentric characters in there. But they're all in great shape, all of them. Uh, and there's two regular 55 and up gals. They're not ancient. But they're there. No young women. None. Because Big is beautiful. <clears throat> he got love me for I am the table. <laughs> that shit is going to wear old real quick. And uh, I was just like, oh, it's all the guys that are serious about it. Okay, all right, that's interesting. <clears throat> but yes, had to go to Wisconsin. But I can do that now. I can go to Wisconsin. I could, I could drive the scenic ride all the way down. I could go north up to Duranda, Deandra, Duranda, Duranda. I could go south down to River Falls, go down to Prescott if I want, cut over on the bridge there. I have lots of options. You know what I had for the first time in a month? I'm part because I've been sick with my cough, which may or may not have been COVID. I don't care. Not going to the hospital. I would have had to been coughing up blood before I would have gone to the hospital. Oh, my God. Do I have the COVID? 
guess what I did? I think I'll just lie around in my pajamas for a week and a half. That's what I did. It's almost like I self-sequestered. Almost like I don't feel like going anywhere. Got the book done real quick. Got the book done in short order. But I wasn't going to, I'm not going to have people, oh my God, the statistic and oh my, now you must be quarantined. Who did you talk to? Who did you call? Where did you piss? Well, we're going to do the urine tracking and toilets. Aaron Cleary pissed here. We got his cell phone number. We, we installed a secret CIA app called Pissometer. It determines whether you're pissing. Did any splash on the, on the seat? Did he put up the seat? Oh. Now you stay there and now every, nope, <clears throat> nope, not for the common cold, not for the common fucking cold. Go fuck yourselves. You know, I wash my hands, you know, make sure I didn't hug the nieces too tightly. They're little kids, they'll handle it. <sighs> and it was uh, <laughs> just <laughs> a lot of sleep, a lot of relaxation. And now I can go. Now I can play. Anyway, so that's uh, that's what's going on there. Um, what do we got? Do I have to deal with someone? Can you calm down, Jim? What about? Uh, let's put that at timeout. There we go. Boop to do to do. Let's get to some super chat so we don't fall too far behind. Metal Man is for two bucks. I hope you have a good day, Cappy. I am. I am going to do this. Going to have some lunch. Then I think I will go to the gym. Going to listen to the world class bullshitters. Oh, that's another thing, by the way. Happy mood. Um. So I'm I'm taking a break from politics. I'm taking a break from the girlsa. Even though we will talk about, of course, if you guys bring up the topic and I'm paid to talk about it. But even though Biden has won, and even though crisis emergency, I had some buddies of mine. I said, hey, do you guys want to make a run to Wisconsin? We go get dinner over there. Like, oh, no, we're going to a Trump rally in Blaine. And I was sitting there thinking about this. I'm like, look, okay, I'm on your team. But are you kind of wasting your time? Like, what is the hope that you're holding out for? And then I realized, hey, Cappy, you're not normal. And another reason I'm happy <clears throat> is despite all the world crashing around me and enjoy the decline and stoicism, and I, I got a plan. I have a plan. Everybody else doesn't seem to have a plan outside the United States. I mean, I'm willing to move outside the United States. I have a plan that I'm going to execute on. I'm currently executing on. And it dawned on me like, okay, between the COVID and this and that and everything 2020 and socialism and, oh, white people are evil and men need their dicks cut off and everything else that comes from the left and, and uh, there's no gender, all this insanity. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I, got, I got a light at the end of the tunnel. It dawned on me that actually having a plan and having a, a light at the end of the tunnel, it's not that it gives you hope, <clears throat> but like once you accept what is and what's happening in your world, political or not. You know, like, let's say your wife divorces you and you're still like hanging on until you get over that. You, you are not capable of being happy. You are letting exterior things control you, define you and determine your level of happiness or contentment or joy or peace or serenity or simple mental health. And everybody who's like going to do the rally, not, not against it. Totally go do it. 
But at this late stage of the game, and I know them, they're good people that you could tell they're worried. Meanwhile, I published my book. That was the only thing out of the way. I get this out of the way. Get that done. <clears throat> I'm done. The project is done. It is finished. It's like, well, pretty happy despite Biden, despite COVID, despite all this. Because I got a plan. I was, it was like little little thing there, little insight, little philosophy for you guys. I was like, hey, you know, maybe even though the world around me is chaotic, do you have a life? Think about it this way. <clears throat> Let's say you're on the Titanic. You're like, I, I, I felt a bump. Did we hit something? And everyone's like, no, no. Nothing to see here, folks. What if you were the first, like, I'm going to build a raft. Uh, matter of fact, I'm just going to grab one of those rafts. I'm going to stand right by the raft. Be first in line for the life raft. Right? Then as things got progressively worse and worse and worse, would you worry that much? What if you already had a raft that you could magically teleport to from the Titanic as it was sinking? You say, well, I got this life raft out there, and I have this one magic teleportation token. I can rub it, and it'll teleport me to the raft. Then you're not so worried. A little bit heavy, like God, ah, things being equal, and kind of happy I got this raft. I'm just thinking once you get over or accept, once you accept what the reality is, once you accept it, and you take action, you have concrete plans, and you execute on those plans, it really alleviates you of a lot of worry and concern. The only thing I had to worry about was getting that damn book done, get it out of the way. Get ready for Christmas. And then once that was cleared up, I'm like, oh, gee. And I even get tired of talking to people about politics. Because frankly, I've been, I've been trying to, I've been sounding these bells for fucking damn near 30 years. Hey, racist, say I die. Oh, what do you Alex? This is a joke back in the 90s. Uh, a lot of you youngins don't know this. They've called me Alex P. Keaton. Yeah, because you don't want a financial genius on your side, do you? Yeah, what a goofy guy he was with all of his financial knowledge and economic knowledge. And it's it's not insulting. It's not kind of insulting. It's like, really? People are coming up to you. Hey, did you know that the national debt, da, 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 and it's like, <clears throat> did you remember me from 25 years ago? Quarter century ago. Remember that guy at the party? You all asked about economics. You gave your opinion. You all called him a Nazi, racist, sexist, woman-hating bastard because he said we should balance the budget. Now I got people who go, oh, my God, did you know? It's like, oh, what? You just wake up now? You And it's, it's kind of like, yeah, you know what? I went through all that tortured process and thinking decades ago. Decades and I had the added salt to the wound of being a, myth a mythical Cassandra because none of you guys would believe me. Matter of fact, you called me names and insulted me. Not these people in particular. And it's just like, I don't want to hear it. I've moved on. Same thing with these guys. I got this girl. That did. And look, I understand every one of you guys is going to go through heartbreak. Cappy went through heartbreak. I'm sure Metal Madness went through heartbreak. Every guy goes through heartbreak. The solution to heartbreak is to realize she's not yours. She was never yours. It was just your turn. You don't own her. There was no love. There was no pair bonding. It's transactional. Every great once in a while, there is true love. I, I, Cappy will 
be the romantic admit that that chance does exist. But the, the solution is you have to give up on that. The Titanic has sank. She's left. It's gone. Move on. And it's tiring where I met this girl. I'm like, she's gone. But no, no, there's no but. I was that guy. Was that guy at one time. Every guy will be. But for people who've been through like, yeah, we know. Yeah, you were heartbroken. Yeah, we got other shit to deal with right now. But, but, but. And that's all these young kids can think about. <clears throat> it's the same thing with the politics, especially now that they have kids. Uh, did you know that the national debt is over 100% GDP? It's like, wow, motherfucker. I remember 20 years ago trying to explain the concept of GDP to you, and you said I hated the Jews. I tried to explain to you the concepts of deficits percent of GDP, and you called me a Nazi. Oh, I see you got some kids, though. And that's one thing I love about it. That's one thing I love about all these people. <clears throat> is they all had kids. Not all. Okay, let me take this back. It's not that I love it about all these people. I feel bad for some of my friends who I do truly love and cherish that they had kids. And that their kids get brought up in this. Now, they won't regret having their kids. They love their kids. And, you know, there's some arguments to be said. But I don't, let's put it this way. I don't envy their position. Now, the sons of bitches who are not my friends and criticize me and mock me and ridicule me, now they have kids. And now they're all of a sudden, now they pay attention. Like, see, when it's just their lives, they don't give a shit. Like, let's go party and drink and be popular. Let's just, oh, we're all Democrats. Dude, bro, don't you care about the poor? <laughs> Let me drink more booze based on my daddy's money. <laughs> I'm from Eden Prairie. Like, <laughs> I mean, your standard Cargill. Carlson School of Management douchebag. Yeah, dude, bro, I'm Democrat. Chick, suck my dick, bro. Like, yeah, I just want to be popular, man. Yeah, we should help out the poor, whatever, babe. Now that they actually got it, then they, they don't care if it's their own lives. No. Too busy having fun. Then they get a little one. Something must kick in. Because, like, a child will turn, like, a party girl self-absorbed kuantahaha into actually a, in, not I wouldn't say intelligent, but somewhat wise, responsible woman. Like, oh, shit. It, it, essentially, and I've said this before, this is nothing new, but <clears throat> when a woman has a child, she realizes she is no longer the center of the universe. It's her child. Now, she will beta orbit, if you will, around that. Like, the center of the universe would be, I presume, a very dense massive black hole and that is now the center of the woman's universe is her child or children oh but she's part of that universe she very much is like she's number two so anything there's nothing else in the universe that comes between her and her children as you would hope <clears throat> but once they realize they are no longer the center of the universe all of a sudden like they show up on time they're a little bit more punctual. They got their shit together a little bit more. I'm actually giving moms a comment. Especially if they're single moms, they don't have like a dad around or a husband rather around to kind of help with that. Absolutely. And it's just no different than uh, harsh experiences create better people. Trials and tribulations and challenges create better forged people. And so you could see that. But with the guys, it's the same thing. Once they have a kid, like, oh, dude, bro. Like, wait, what? And then all of a sudden, then they all become Republicans, or at least libertarians, or at least they pay attention to the budget. Wait a minute, ch my, my child's going to inherit how, how much debt? 
This is like probably the first time any of these idiots get around and knowing the difference between a million, a billion, and a trillion, let alone the concept of percent GDP. And then they come to me. I'm, I'm trying to think of what it's like. Who's a guy? Okay, let's. This may not be perfectly analogous, but let's use Chef Gordon Ramsay. I think everybody knows him, but you may not know about him uh, is that he was a pro soccer player beforehand. And he had a good shot at it too, and he screwed up his leg <clears throat> and um, just depressed and sad and everything. And it's a true comeback story where he ended up becoming a chef. And we all know him now as Chef Gordon Ramsay. Uh, I'm sure even though he had moved on in life 20 years later, 30 years later, to become a chef, people are like, hey, bro, soccer. Yeah, he kicked the sphere into the net. I'm sure he doesn't want to talk about it. Not that he had any bad, you know, harboring some fears or ill feelings towards playing soccer, but he's, he's done it. Now, 20 years later, I got people coming up to me. Oh, my God. Did you know that Trump, like people telling there was cheating. I don't care. I don't care. There may have been cheating. I care. Like, yeah, there shouldn't be cheating. What are you going to do about it? And Gabby's got his little life raft. He's cra- I got I got my plan. I don't obsess. I don't wake up in the morning and look at the look at Drudge Report or Fox News. And it's key to happiness. Guys, let it go. And maybe, just maybe, here's an idea. That ha ha ha, that dumb Alex P. What are you gonna do? Bring a briefcase to school? Ha ha, Alex P. Keaton. That guy you all made fun of a quarter century ago, he's building a raft. Maybe, maybe put one and one together. Ha ha. No one you. Why don't you go mock Noah a little bit more, huh? Why don't you go make fun of him? Go make fun of him a little bit more. Uh, crazy Aaron. <laughs> Remember when he predicted every major economic thing that was ever going to happen long before we even hit 30? <laughs> and now they're all worried. I ain't got no worry. Go play Call of Duty. Hit the gym. I'm going to smoke. Oh, that's the other thing I was going to say. I haven't smoked a cigar in three weeks because of the cough. And yesterday, I just hopped in my truck, cracked that window. It's a foggy, cloudy day, 30s in the Twin Cities. I just drove around and smoked a cigar. Listen to the world-class bullshitters. I didn't listen to one damn thing of politics. Tuning in to Beckloff, he ain't doing politics no more. It's just enjoying life, man. Just enjoying. And they couldn't. The left couldn't take that day away from me. They couldn't. Biden couldn't take it away. Harris couldn't take it away. Ocasio-Cortez couldn't take it away. Omar couldn't have taken it away. I got to drive in my comfy truck, smoking a cigar, enjoying the world-class bullshitters. While the rest of those assholes got to go and worry about how to get other people's money. They got to scheme and plot. They got to worry about that shit. And then you guys worry about them scheming and plotting to take your money. Or you're like, oh, let me out of here in a little bit. Competent man for five bucks. I got a copy of the book yesterday, even with my experiences in dating. Need two to 400 approaches to get one. Wow, really? Is that online, competent man? Because that's, um, that was one thing that I think I straddled very well because we are in a uh, transitional stage within dating. We're going from in-person to online. We've practically made that transition, especially for the age group I talked about. It's all online. Um, 
So I had to go with old data from people who are married for 30, 40 years who obviously didn't have the internet dating to now. And I, I had to make some other calculations and address the world of online dating, which I think I did rather well. So, I mean, two or 400 approaches to get one, that's about right based on the online data I saw. Better bachelor, uh, Joker, rather, by the way. He, he did a great video about the statistics of online dating. Oh, by the way, Better Bachelor has written the forward. I'm waiting for him to approve it. Uh, so it's not in the current book. This is the base model of the book. Down the road, once Better ba uh, Joker gets to it, he approves it. We'll have a, a Better Bachelor edition, assuming he approves that. I don't want to put words in his mouth. Nobody get any hope. But I know I said that he's, he's writing it. It's been written. He's an incredibly busy guy. By the way, follow him over on YouTube. Look up Better Bachelor on YouTube. Um, <clears throat> am shocked at how dismal numbers are. Yes, they are very dismal. But here's, let me ask you this, competent man. Didn't we already see? I We already knew this. Every guy knows it. And that's why I wanted to do this. I said, I should be able to add some clarity to this. To, to get some numbers, to get some feelers out there, to show people how bad it was. And even I was shocked how bad it was. And then you go back and you look and you're like, yeah, it was that bad. You know, think, am I just being pessimistic? Am I being, am I just uh, uh, ranking on the gals? It's like, no, it was, the, it was a shit show. It is fucking unacceptable. And you look at, and you, then you're reminded, like your brain will remember good things and purge the bad things because frankly, you'd kill yourself if you remembered everything. And there's so much bad shit that happens in, in the world, not to mention your life. I think it's a survival mechanism. But there'd be times like, oh yeah, I remember I got stood up that one time. Oh yeah, I remember there was like Christmas Eve. I was supposed to like meet a gal. She didn't, oh yeah, I was supposed to go to this gal's place on Christmas. I was supposed to have a, a you all sound like, oh my God. Like literally, I have hundreds of numbers and Never got a date out of them because they never wanted to go out. Like, He's my number, creepy guy. <clears throat> and so you look at it and you're like, oh, yeah, it is this bad. <laughs> it really is. And then you pull another data and numbers. You're looking like this all adds up. It all adds up. And I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I, I just, just a little bit of a contribution, just, just my little contribution to the world's largest economic question. Should men even pursue women or at least the way they are? DJ Aftershock for five bucks. Didn't know there. Didn't you know there, Clary? You're a racist for not working for Jamal at Cargill, not satisfying Elsa and going to the, oh, don't you know there, Clary? You're a racist. You're the racist for not working for Jamal at Cargill and not satisfying Elsa and going to the good schools, don't you know? Yes. I don't think even Cargill will hire Jamal. Cargill is very snooty and very elitist. Car I've never set foot on there. I've been on the campus, but I never got to peer into a building. I just imagine Cargill is nothing but a bunch of white guys between the ages of 25 to 50. Maybe there's a guy with 55 who looks like the world's most interesting man, has the perfectly coiffed silver mane of hair, and they all have cardigan sweaters tied around their necks. And they all is like, say, Chaz, and <laughs> zing, bam, ho, ho. That's just what I picture it to be like. 
you know, it's like you go to a monastery, it's a bunch of monks with their brown robes. It's a bunch of Chads and Thaddeuses, the thirds, maybe even the fourth. And there's the there's the lion Thaddeus. There's there's the Alpha Chad, <clears throat> the world's most interesting man. Dude, bro, he's about to speak. Oh, guys, he's a little drunk all the time. He's got some gal named Bambi, Bambi on his arm. Bros, we did it. Another quarter trillion dollar revenue year. Just want to say that, Cargill. We still don't have any non-white dudes on our campus. All right. Actually, we probably could go to Cargill and see. I'm sure they have some dick-sucking diversity. <clears throat> oh, my God. We love the womans and the minorities. We're initiating a campaign to raise awareness, to study the feasibility about possibly thinking about starting a a subcommittee group to theoretically go about speculating about the possibility to help commit some funds to help minorities. That's why we here at Cargo, Wells Fargo, Google, Pip Pickett have committed to speculating that someday we might, you know, invest $50,000 over the next 20 years into the impoverished community. <clears throat> Ice knows for two bucks, a couple of bucks to give back to the community. Yes, I am the community. Cuckoo, kachoo. I like to give. <laughs> you just remind me, Ice knows, of all these gals out in like the wise. I'm going to give back to your community. What, you, what give back? What are you possibly going to give back? I'm going to help the poor people. And let me ask something, ladies. Have any one of you in the literally millions of women that have been employed by the social work industry over the half a century, basically, or more. Have you guys solved any social problems with the trillions of dollars you were given and put in charge of? Have you? Ha oh, you haven't? Oh, gee. If I was economist and president, I wonder what I would do with your budget. <clears throat> but I want to give back to the community. Be hot, be thin, make a man happy. Oh! <gasps> Just say that. No. Go. <laughs> You're right, ladies. The, the path to happiness is to pig out, be fat, tat yourself up, pierce every possible appendage you have, dye your hair something dumb looking, go get a master's degree, go into debt, go don't solve the problem, don't develop any hard skills. And then and then at the age of 35, then like, I want to find a man. Where is he? <clears throat> And then on your dating profile, just list all your delusional requirements and then bitch and whine while you can't. That's the path to happy. That's way happier than staying hot, staying thin, making a guy happy. I'm not saying you got to serve him like on hand and foot, but, you know, maybe maybe you love the guy. Maybe he's the number one thing in your life and not your fucking master's degree. Yeah, fuck it. it's all in the book. I want to give back to the community. How about you raise your fucking children? The competent man, five bucks. Xbox updates. Microsoft is infamous for people needing one gigabyte or more updates before you can play. One Christmas, some people had to wait hours to play anything. Yeah, I, I think I got a Switch now. And I I come across, I have different consoles. I have an Xbox One and a Switch. I got the Switch because I wanted to play Zelda and play on, uh, in person, like on a plane. Handheld. 
and I always pick them up on the cheaper used. And it's as I'm getting older, I have less and less patience for bullshit. Like you guys don't see it, but I spent four hours yesterday fucking and tinkering with like the the cover image, the fonts, making sure this works, prepping the file for Kindle, adding uh, anchors and headings, all this this essentially programming to make your files uploadable and uh, acceptable to Kindle or, or Amazon. And the GF is looking like, holy cow, like, you know, just because you finished the book doesn't, I mean, yeah, there's at least two days of full-time work fucking around with all this crap. And uh, every, Amazon keeps changing it. Oh, we improved it. No, you didn't. You just made it more complicated. And it's always slowing down again. She's like, oh, I see what you mean. Like, yeah, yeah, it is my fucking life. But this is the system I got to deal with. And so I, I want to play a game. Like, I don't know. Old school Atari 2600 style. Plug in cartridge, turn on, play. And the Switch is about the only thing that allows you to do that. Xbox, oh no. <clears throat> this download, that download. I bought some game that doesn't even work on the Xbox. And, and it's there's no reason to get an Xbox or a PS uh, PlayStation. No reason. I, there, there really isn't. There's no reason to. Why? Get a PC. You might as well get a PC. And the games aren't that great anyway. Call of Duty, Cold War, it's all right. The campaign's pretty good. I'll probably play online. Beat some of you guys down into the ground. <clears throat> pretty good. I know it sounds in there. I've just been binging on Call of Duty World War II and I'm slowly building my character up. And I got another buddy who's like ranked a thousand. He's maxed out his levels. And this guy's like super accomplished, but this is his one vice where he just like unplugs. He's even made a room where his girlfriend and his daughter are not allowed into, which by the way, man, you absolutely need. There will, it's not a man cave. It's like your office and they're not allowed in, not allowed in at all, not allowed in at all. And he just, and also he builds up to a thousand and I'm, I'm getting up there. And usually I rank in between fifth and second. Every once in a while I'll win a round. And it's, and the reason I did this because it's easy. <clears throat> it's installed. It's stabilized. It's normalized. I turn it on, log in, da, 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 pick your character, da, 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 which is still way more management than you want to play a video game. And then I just play couple five-minute rounds. You get your fix, and you go away. Well, now I'm st I've been playing it so regularly, you know, here and there. It's starting to get pretty advanced, get pretty good, know where all the hiding spots are. Oh, my God, did I piss people off? Holy shit. I'll find it here. I could find it uh, beforehand, but a buddy of mine, um, the same guy who plays the Call of Duty, uh, how can I put this? There are two theories or philosophies on how to play first-person shooters online where you're running around just killing each other, okay? Open, open mayhem. You can run and gun, and it's based on skill and speed and who draws faster. There's a whole different world of faster internet connection speeds and special controllers and tricks where people actually cheat. So that's where it's like kind of skill, and these people pride themselves off of their real 
real <laughs> Call of Duty World War II players. And the, it's a different world, guys. You guys, some of you probably already know because maybe you guys play the game. But you could customize your character. You could put on face makeup. You could put on hats. You could dress like a complete idiot in the tool. You start out like a standard GI in World War II. And that's my character. I haven't, I haven't made my, I haven't made my character look pretty. They paint their guns. They customize everything. And like these are the people that that derive their purpose, meaning, and joy in life from how good they are at Call of Duty. So that's and I won't lie. It is the speed and the skill. Did you earn that better gun? Okay. So there, there's a meritocracy there. There is a, a legitimate sport being had there. The second way to play it is you camp. Like you would as a real soldier. Like, oh, this seems safe place. Got cover on all sides. People can't see me. And you just wait for people to line up into your line of fire and you take them out. Now, I play a little bit of both. Because, yeah, you can run and gun. Sometimes I'll put on the bayonet and I won't even use my gun. I'll just run and stab people. Because that's like a badass move. Like, if you run up to someone, he's blasting away and you stab him. <clears throat> then they're like, oh, shit, that fucker, you stabbed me. But, you know, I'll, I'll half camp and I'll half run around. So I, I was, I'm getting good. <laughs> and I'm gunning down these guys that have the thousand rank or they got a yellow rank. I won't go into the details. But they're very, they're, these are the ones that have very pretty players. They have, uh, they've gussied up their guns. They've painted their guns. They've customized their guns. They derive all their point and purpose in life as to how good they are at Call of Duty World War II. And they hate campers. They just hate them. So there was this one game I was playing. And um, I I don't know. I, sometimes you're just lucky. And they're just walking up like an assembly line. Dug, 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 dug. I'm just dropping them like flies. <clears throat> so you got to play to 30 kills to win. Whoever gets 30 kills wins. But it shows you your deaths. I had 30 kills and only died six times. Best score I've ever had admittedly all luck a lot of it though was because i was camping and sitting and i just kept dropping these top players holy shit <laughs> so you can hear them on the headset fucking pussy dickhead. and these are little 10 year old kids these are adult males based on their voice they want to fucking kill me in the real world because i'm camping on a video game because I killed their digital character. doesn't drop them in rank or anything. I just kill them. So my buddy says, dude, you got to go into your messages. I said, messages? He's like, yeah, you, people could send you messages. So I went there. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to make a book. I'll read it. I don't, I'm not going to have to print it off or figure out how to get it up. But man, do I have, you think I get hate mail. Advocating balanced budgets and low taxes and stop treating minorities like idiots and treat them like your fellow man and hold them up to standards. The same thing with what you think I catch shit for that. You have no idea how much hate and death threats and vitriol I get for camping in Call of Duty World War II. <laughs> and it's comical. It's co like, uh, like, hey, I'll play the game. You know, you guys play a game and, 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 and uh, you're just off. And you get stabbed, and you just, oh, damn, the same guy kills you five times. But so you get pissed off a little bit, but you're not. I don't hate the guy. I don't send death threats to him. I don't want to see he's going to fuck my mom. 
These guys do. Oh. So anyway, yeah, I'm I'm not, I think going forward, I think I'm just gonna do PC. Um because this sitting and waiting, it I I it's not even the waiting, it's the annoyance. It's the wor- world of shoulda land. I should, for $50 of a video game, fully expect that when I put the disc in, updates understood, that your console should have the computing power to play the cutscenes. It's just an MP4 file. And apparently not. And it's kind of like, you know, if you can't even do that, what does that indicate to me about your future commitment to quality? Like, is this just going to annoy me down the road? It's like a, a girl shows up to a date and she doesn't wear shoes. It's like, it's at the end of the world. No, but this is very indicative of, of your ability to, to produce quality, to be responsible, to be professional. Like, I, I, I can't believe they didn't test it and say, well, let's try this video game on an Xbox One. Hey. You know those the millions of Xbox Ones we've made and produced? Yeah, doesn't play this right. Oh, <clears throat> what should we do? Release it anyway and say it's a patch and you need to do some hardware. I mean, I looked it up. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And it's that tedium, that annoyance, that extra chore, that extra worry, that little blip in my cortisol where I'm like, I'm, I'm not, no, man, I'm not. I'm not dealing with it today. And even though I was kind of looking forward to the, the Cold War, Call of Duty because they had the split the cutscenes with Ronald Reagan and old eighties video and they had Gorbachev and Brezhnev and and all it was like oh yeah I remember this and the Iranian hostages and I'm like yeah yeah I remember this but it stops and I hear Reagan's voice but it's froze it's like, I, I'm I I'll just look it up on YouTube I'll just watch it on YouTube and I'll just play the run and gun shooty shoot game. Might have to go into the archive. Find the old lost super chat. The lost super chats. It's like Indiana Jones. Oh no, look at this. All right, good. We are caught up. Oh, wonderful. I don't have to go into the archive. <laughs> Kyle for two bucks. Hey, Cappy, take my money, damn it. I will. I will. And it'll immediately go to the Semtec tank people. That's where it will go. People think I'm like Scrooge McDuck sitting on this, you know, this wad of cash. It's like, no, guys, I I invested. It goes to pay other things. I mean, I got retirement. I got uh, retirement uh, money. But uh, that that's earmarked to also go to pay for other things like adult diapers and Alzheimer's medications and other shit so I don't rely on the taxpayer. DJ Aftershock, two bucks. No more purple onion for suburban hipsters. Oh, no. I know the purple onion. Now, here's interesting, DJ. You sent me that article. The purple onion you sent me was the one in Dinkytown. There's a purple onion in St. Paul. That was the original purple onion because you sent me the, the image. I'm like, that's not the purple onion. That's too new of a building. So the purple onion, the original one was in St. Paul. And that's where all the elitist snooty private, the private schools in the universe, uh, in the Twin Cities area, <clears throat> the private schools are over in St. Paul. St. Thomas, St. Kate's, Hamlin, William Mitchell, Whatever. Bunch of worthless schools. Overpriced. And all the cool. They go to Grand Avenue. Let's go to Cafe Latte. I want that one to close. I want Cafe Latte to close. Then we know we're in serious shit. 
<clears throat> but the purple onion was like where all the the hangout pre-internet how to meet a girl. Oh, your legs must be tired. You've been running around my head all evening. It's like, hey, here's some money. You want to go fuck? <laughs> just, just say the same thing. Dispense with the theatrics. Just this. Here's here's two hundred dollars. I'm going to spend on you through dates and picking you up and gas. Do you want the cash or do you want to go through the through the motions? <laughs> that's, that's that's what it translated to literally in English. Hey, babe, how you doing? That's all. You just have to say that. There's more economics for you. <clears throat> uh, so that, I don't know. If, I think that place closed, but then they opened up another one in Dinkytown, which is the Minneapolis campus, the University of Minnesota, Minneapolis. And Dinkytown is where all the dumb kids who are really dumb, but they're arrogant on top of it, who think they're smart, go to the hangout, bro. And I went through Dinkytown and it's, it's there. It's nothing worth seeing. Adriano Ramos, our Australian agent in the field for five Australian dollars. Money for your septic tank. Are you going to let a normal get a normal toilet or one of those fancy oriental squart toilets so your bum aligns with your bowels? No, I'm going to get an old school American toilet made by the Kohler Corporation. And I'm going to enrich those people even more over in Wisconsin and someday maybe golf on their golf course. XXC Demon 08 for five bucks. Just now at Starbucks, Marks a soy boy. You think you hurt my sense of masculinity? Masculinity, me? You have no masculinity. <laughs> it's, what is a sense of masculinity? You think you hurt my sense of masculinity? Right. He has no masculinity. <laughs> I, I, it's the look, whether you like it or not, masculinity is at least part if not mostly based on your physical strength. Can you protect yourself? Let's just use that as a basic. You have There has to be a physical component of masculinity. And here's Mr. Liberal Arts Majoring Boy who goes, you think my sense of masculinity? Dude, dude, you're not masculine. We're going to measure your testosterone. We'll see if you can bench press your own weight. We're going to see if you can run two miles. It's just, just a basic. Or we can test your grip strength. <laughs> Why are you arguing with a Marxist soy boy? Let him be. Let the world beat him up. <clears throat> Did you know, Matt? You can tell he's read the book. Two Canadian dollars. Cappy, 0.00076283%. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> yes, there is. There's a chance. <laughs> the competent uh, man, two bucks. I just bought another 70 shares of Barrick Gold. Okay, good. Good for you. Competent man for five bucks in person online is use. Oh, in per two to four hundred in person. Woo, that's a lot of hustle, man. You're doing something wrong in your approach to get that low of level. You, I mean, I'm not a big <clears throat> tactician, you know, but maybe you go hire Troy Francis to read his book. That's a lot of time wasted. Two to four hundred approaches, and you get a handful of dates. Uh, mine, mine was around in my, in my prime, it was more like 25%. I get 25%, but out of my prime one in 10, it's about right. In-person online is useless. I had hope it was only me or if I did something lost weight, more exercise and uh, results would improve. Um, yeah. Oh, and this is what I was going to say. 
<clears throat> making that jump to the online world, not only might we have better Bachelor uh, have his forward in there at a, at a later edition, I might have the Myron addendum. I might get Myron Gaines in there because I I I could study online dating, but I'm no expert at it. And I looked at the numbers, did some calculations, and you know I think I got it. I got it pegged, but I don't do it. Uh, Myron Gaines and his what's his buddy Fly Floyd Flip Jazz? What he's got his his co his co buddy? He's got his buddy on his show too. Myron Gaines, look him up. Now I'm just, and that's going to bother me. Flip, I think it's Fly. He's got his co co guys Fly co guy Fly, and they're talking about going online dating, and it's all online, and it's a whole different world. And uh, I think he's probably, if not the foremost authority of online dating, at least in the United States. Uh, I was thinking about maybe having him write the the Myron addendum. And then it, it could talk about statistics and things and stuff like that and be an appendage to the uh, the main work of the body of work. But, yeah, that's uh, the numbers are that. Well, you read it. You know the numbers are that bad. I think what I hope most with this book is it'll give men sanity. See, so like, look, you don't want to, you don't want to just like be this fat, bloated idiot. Oh, girls don't like me. Screw bitches and hoes. I mean, we're not talking these virgin types. I'm talking you're regularized. You you work hard. Da da da. You're in shape. You make good money, and all of a sudden, the it doesn't. You're like, what the hell? And the worst thing to happen to you is what happened to me and millions of other guys. Us Gen Xers, us Gen X pioneers, red pill pioneering Gen Xers with our raccoon hats and our Kentucky guns. Uh, the worst thing to happen is if you had no internet. You had no way, like, what the F is going on? Now you got the internet. Now you got, and that's what I'm kind of hoping is you realize, no, here are the numbers, guys. It's not you. You're not insane. Uh, the competent man for five bucks, but I was already going to the Y most days, Nautilus machine, swim half a mile, took scuba lessons, worked as a life pilot as a, yeah, no, it, it, it is, you really, you know what, competent man, and everybody tune in and go tune into Myron Gaines, tune into a couple of, especially his podcast he did with Rolo, that's on Rolo's channel, it really is worth listening to because, look, I was no optimist. One might say I was a pessimist. But when I did the numbers to this, it, it just corroborated what I knew. And it even it's really hard to believe in something this dark. But when you look at the numbers, you're like, yeah, it is this bad. Okay, I'm I have my sanity. But then you're like, how warped, how finicky, how delusional, really, how removed from the real world can women get? You got to go to Myron Gaines' world. It's a whole different one. I find it absolutely fascinating. Just don't have time to fully digest in the hell if I'm going to go participate in it. You, here's, here's what listening to Myron Gaines will tell you. Just pay. I mean, seriously, I, I as an economist, haha, funny philosophy, but not so funny because it's actually true. Just pay for it. Just pay for it. You go tune into Myron Gaines, what they're facing. It has become so warped and so skewed. That the standard, the industry standard 
once you reach a certain level of pretty girls is they are sponsored. They are paid for. You are now actually paying. That is the, that is not necessarily the front lines, but that's where the special forces guys are setting up for the new front lines. And if that's an indication of where we're going, it is truly eye-opening. And I'm, I'm not, I'm all for going ghost. I'm all for, you know, if you want to go MGTOW, do it correctly. Go ghost. Don't like do virgin tower. Be sent your own way. But man, there's some compelling data, not just in my books, but whatever, where it's like, okay, this is nuts. This is absurd. The amount of time you have to spend online getting photographs done correctly, having your online Instagram constantly. There was a study done, put out, Men spend about 85 minutes. Maybe it was 80 minutes. It's 80 something minutes a day on online dating apps. I'm like, that's not possible. Then I think about it. I remember the data. I'm like, oh crap, I got a buddy. Yeah, he is online 80, 80. He's online easily an hour a day. To what? To get what? Have all your online dating experiences? How many of you enjoyed online dating? And if you want to get the book, you can look at your chance of what's going to happen online dating, by the way. That'll save you the price of the book alone a hundred times over. You look at it you're like, this is not acceptable. You don't have the life expectancy for it. It's bullshit. There's way better. I'm not a bigot. Just go jerk off to porn. Really? Just go jerk off to porn. It's that bad when you look at it. It's like, why? What? <laughs> it's what? This is how bad it's become? And this is not to besmirch Myron or his buddy Superfly. I I can see where there's an economic decision where you're not even using it as a defeatist argument to excuse yourself from not chasing the girls. Okay. Like the virgin towels. It's just simple self-respect. Like I'm, I'm not doing that. I got to pay anyway. Here's your damn money. Seriously. It's getting to that point. And uh, very, very interesting and eye-opening. So, yeah, dude, you could take scuba lessons, this and that, pilot, whatever. You guys all know my story. This, this is over a decade ago. It was 15 years ago. Top of my game, making in today's dollars around 120 grand. Dancing, boom, suit, banker, go dance. Ask 31 girls to dance, all say no at a dance club. You know, I was like, okay, all right. And that was that was the analog data hinting something was amiss, something was wrong. Something that like, look, this, this is, I've talked about it before. <clears throat> Give you a more recent example. My hero buddy, real hero, American hero, has the highest non-military uh, medal you can get as a United States, well, I guess anyone, I guess it's conferred by the United States. I guess you don't have to be a citizen, but he did something very, very amazing at risk of life and limb. Real American hero, good-looking guy, jujitsu in shape, great personality. Yeah, just, just a, just like it does. You get girl stood him up. I want to meet a guy. Here's my guy. List by you. Girl stood him up. I, I don't know what's better, and it is, it is getting that bad. This, this book wakes you up, throws these cold, hard numbers in your face. And it, you know, I know you guys are probably going to buy it, those of you who are interested, but please give it to a kid. Give it to some young man. 
Give it to some guy wallowing in blue pill sea of blue pills. Scott Ludke for five bucks. Currently in shin splint hell, but not going to give up. I went from from under a mile to close to 1.5 miles. Have you had trouble with shin splints? Oh, yeah, yeah. Scott, that abs- everyone's going to have shin splints. When you start running, absolutely. I was in very good cardio shape because I was an avid cyclist. I could bang on 100 miles, be fine. Um, but then you go running, completely different ball game. You're that constant, you know, you need to get, get some good shoes. I recommend New Balance, of course. Um, but you will go shoot through shin splint hell. Yes, you will. And keep in mind, you know, your body needs to rest. Don't go run every day, all right? You really got to build up to it. Down the road, you can run every day. But right now, at least run one, take off a day. Run another, take off a day. If you're really starting out beginning, run a good amount. Maybe even walk a little bit after that. Then take two days off so that your legs heal up. You got to give your body time to heal. So, um, yeah, but that's very common. That's common. Mark Dayton marries Anna Orkey, 30. Mark Dayton, our former governor, who is the trust fund grandson of the Target Corporation. Uh, he is 73. He married Anna Ork, 32. I wonder how Anna Ork, is she hot? I bet you she is. I bet you she wants the monies. I bet you she's like, oh, wow, look at this, this hippie chick. <laughs> Don't you, don't you fucking, don't you dare tell me that prostitution is wrong. Don't you fucking dare tell me that prostitution is wrong. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you. The, the, and of all things, the hypocrisy of Democrat. Oh yeah, women strong, independent, don't need no man. Hey, sweetheart, want a billion dollars? Oh, I should call this the prostitution episode. It's, oh, it's, yeah, it's love. It's love. Uh, She's good looking, of course. Oh, she looks like a hippie chick. Oh, it's just, oh, God, and she's posing with her, her BFF. Could you imagine? Oh, God. Here, look, I don't begrudge any man going and getting play. If you're young, you got the money. Absolutely. Um, But it kind of shows you how naive Mark Dayton is. Like, you don't marry him. Because he's not that smart. He's not that sage. He's not that wise. He's not. I'm not saying it's because he's a Democrat and I hate him because he's never worked a day in his life. I hate a man he's never worked a day in his life on its own regard. But I'm talking critically speaking. You can tell he just doesn't have enough experience with women because if I'm 73 and I got billions of dollars, I am not bringing a wife into my house. No way. Especially at the age of 32. Give me a 50-something-year-old gal. I know this sounds counterintuitive. Fine. Why? Because I might be able to talk to her. She's going to drive me fucking nuts. A 32-year-old flower power girl? I mean, you're renting, okay? I had a guy, great friend, great guy. He's on his fourth Russian bride. 
And each time they take it for half and bring in a kid they had from uh, from Igor that they failed to mention back in the home country. It's like, dude, rent. Because you're renting now. I don't care if it's a long-term release. You're still renting, you fool. Rent. Y'all rent. Y'all rent. I... I seriously never want to hear any complaints about prostate. Like, oh my God, you know, men pay for, I don't, that is never, I don't want to ever hear, girl, you can't get it. You got to pay for it. No guy could get any and they all got to pay for it. All, all the time. All, that's all it's been. Look up the Cargill McGinty Road campus. Yes, that's, that's the campus. I've, I've been on it. I've not been in a building. Uh, BPNP, two Canadian bucks. Dubro is drop, drop shipping a good business idea. Dubro, it's the only idea, man. Bro, but like, if you don't get your, if you're like not really got your head in the game, then like you either, you either drop ship big or you go home, bro. Cause like at, at, at big bros drop shipping brohood, we, we party hard, but we work hard too. Right? So you either got to have the attitude or the commitment, bro, or you can't be, you can't be a king of drop shipping. Know what I'm saying? What's great about those guys is they all end up in debt and married to a guy who's 32 just after your money. <laughs> oh, man. You couldn't pay me. You couldn't pay me to date someone 40 years. Okay. <clears throat> you could pay me to, like, go on a date. I don't, I don't even think a date. No. Not with that age gap. No. Not today's 32-year-old. No. I no, here's the money. Now go away. <laughs> you could not let alone be in my house. <laughs> what is it? Day, day. Because you can't call him Dayton. Day. It's like daddy, but Dayton. Day. Uh, me and the girls want to go. Oh, God, she's going to be sucking so much other dick on Lake Wyzetta or Lake Minnetonka. I didn't think about that. <clears throat> Dude, she is going to be sucking so much other guy's dick on that lake and all these other guys. What's what's Mark Dayton going to do? Go party on Big Island? This is a reference for all you Minnesota folks. How's he going to... Here's your money, sweetheart. Have fun with the girls' night out. Oh, God, it'd be so great if she fucked some Minnesota Viking. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. Dear God in heaven, that's what I want for Christmas. Just to have this girl get fucked by Tyrone from the Minnesota. Please, please. Uh, women might want the ROI on the pursuit of a husband. Yes. Um, I mentioned in the book that a study has already been initiated to do that, but I'm not doing that for at least a year. Uh, if uh a retaliatory, vengeful woman who reads the book and hates all the misogynies in the books because math is misogynistic. Uh, I'm kind of hoping a gal does the same thing so I don't have to. Uh, but as I've said before, Django Geek for two bucks. I almost guarantee you, if anybody else tries to do, male or female, tries to do 
analyzing the ROI of the pursuit of the men, they're going to do it wrong because they're already flawed in their premise. They're already, they've, they've, I'll give you a hint. They have misdiagnosed what the, not problem, but the challenge, they've, they've misread the problem or they've misread the, the challenge. They've misread it. But I'm, I don't need to write any more books, uh, at least for quite some time. And I'm not doing any more research or studying. And here's the thing, Django. Go tune in to Myron Gaines. Go tune in to Myron Gaines. You tune in. Do you think women are going to read a book about the actuarial statistics of how to land themselves a man? Do you think they are really going to? Do, and like what? Well, we don't know. Lose weight. Be nice. Don't have a ton of debt. Oh, by the way, don't have another man's kid and don't have STDs. I mean, they're. I mean, I kind of solved it. But just like black poverty, we could we could solve black poverty and we could solve the uh, wage gap <clears throat> between men and women tomorrow. The wage gap for women and men is very simple. Ladies, stop majoring in stupid shit. Okay? And and work as many hours as men. That would be the second variable. And you'll close that wage gap. Want the, to close the wage gap between blacks and whites? You want to close the, the wage gap between blacks and Asians? You want to like you all want to move up to Asian level? I don't know about you. I don't want me white man money. I want me Asian man money the Asians do okay they don't have kids they can't afford they don't major in stupid shit another shrewd things Asians do by the way though is they will haggle on price and that may annoy your uh, western American sensibilities but Asians will wait for a house crisis like housing price oh now's the time to buy so, ah, well, man, let me negotiate you down on that card nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with saving Fifty, sixty thousand dollars on the purchase of a house—that does add up. It's—it's it's not a secret. We've had the solution to close the wage gap between men and women for decades now. We've had the solution to close the the, the wage, health, life, all the other gaps between blacks and Asians. I'm not even—I love black people so much. I don't want you coming up to white people's standards. I want you going to Asian people's standards. Mm-hmm. Does anyone listen? <laughs> I just pulled the data. 80% of women in 2019 majored in stupid shit. Not like we didn't know there's an education. They don't care. They want what they want. The new highest standard of living is not being rich. It's living in a delusional world where you can fancy yourself in an intellectual without being smart. Beautiful without being thin. A catch without having any value. They, listen to me, Django. Listen to me. <laughs> to have your cake and eat it too. That is the last and final standard of living that any society can achieve before that delusional living doesn't adhere to the real world and then society collapses underneath it. But we can solve all these problems tomorrow with the advice I just gave. Do you think anyone's going to want to listen to it? No. They don't want that. They don't want progress. They don't want solutions. They don't want to live longer. They don't want to be wealthier. They don't want to be happier. They don't want to have less stress. They want to believe that they are just fine the way they are, and they are not responsible for their own situation. That's every human. Every human. And so I could come up with analyzing the ROI of the pursuit of men. Not one woman is going to read it. 
because it doesn't tell them what they they want to be told. What did you not learn anything from Oprah or the Democrat Party? You don't tell women the truth. You tell them what they want to hear. And by God, as you all know, which is going to be my next project, will be Operation Evil. And don't think I'm just targeting women. They're obviously the logical low-hanging fruit in Operation Evil, of course. Yes, the biggest consumer of lies, women, easily. And no, that's that's not misogyny's. That is the truth. Though don't worry, men want to consume a lot of lies too. But I won't I won't write that book just yet. When there's clamoring for it, when there's enough money, maybe here, maybe Django, when I do this. The way I'll do it is if an uh, actual publisher like Simon & Schuster comes up to me, hey, well, you wrote that book. Yeah, I did. You want to do a male version of it? Sure. What are you going to pay me? $2 million. Okay, I'll sign on that dotted line. Oh, my God, womans, the men suck so much. Da, 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 da. And they kind of do, actually, to, to be perfectly honest. The men aren't no prize either in today's world. But when I... I Jango, when you get women to do what you want, you let me know, all right? Then you write a book and you make billions of dollars. A competent man for five bucks. I realized to find a woman to go surfing with. <laughs> oh, right there is impossible. Many can't even swim. Never mind, do physical like that. What the fuck are they doing all day? I don't know if I said this before for the third time, though. Go. Listen to Myron Gaines, okay? Kid, kids, new kid on the scene, right? Kid, 30, 30, he's 30. Front lines, read his reports from the front lines. It, it, it is eye-opening. <clears throat> it's even more depressing than the book I wrote. I really should have him write the Myron addendum. I really ought to. Um but yeah, every, go and and by the way, if you go over there, say, "Hey, Captain sent me," blah blah blah. He said all these nice things. That's not nice. Nice indicates like I'm I'm lowering the standard. This is all true. He's done some very good work and has some very interesting insights. But they're yeah, they're on their phone. It's all it's digital now, Commandant man. They're, they're all in their digital world. They are taking in global attention from men, a global supply of attention from men. They're not going to go surfing with you. hang on uh there we go Juan the Aztec I still love that one that's a great title the Aztec patriarch two bucks have you ever been on the dark web uh yeah I have actually because I was kind of curious something how is there a dark web? Don't I just so you got to go like on a Tor browser to access it? And I'm like, oh, the dark web. I don't know. I didn't, I maybe I wasn't looking for the right thing. I'm like, it looks like regular websites to me. Maybe I wasn't. Accounting bites for two bucks. Do bro want to start a bar with your retirement money? Yeah, man. It's always been my dream. Saw so many dopey old white guys do that shit. Well, I started a bar. I'm like, oh, you watch too many Cheers episodes, huh? 
DJ Aftershock, five bucks. Dude, bro, we're starting a sports bar with Microbrew in Uptown. We're selling American Eats, Wings, and Seasonal IPAs. Try our spring blend. As long as they have floral notes, then that will get Adam Piggott all riled up. I I do feel bad because the uh, coronavirus is certainly a curveball. There's, there's no doubt about it's a pandemic. I think the real pandemic is government over-response to it. So I do feel bad that in this environment, yeah, your small startups and whatnot are not going to make it. Uh, they've had an unfair shake. This is very hard. So I, I do understand that. But I love it's it's uh, <clears throat> it's a purging of the stupid at the same time because none of these places were going to make it that that much anyway. I just like how it's like, no, we're going to end this early. We're not going to, it's a good thing that happened to him. We're not going to have you waste the next 10 years of your youth trying to get this bar off the ground while you're borrowing money from family and friends and you bankrupt everybody for it to inevitably fail anyway. And so I do like to see this kind of come in and this fire clearing out the, the brush of the forest so that stronger, better trees might grow. But I was getting real sick and tired of that brew pub culture where they all started to look the same. There's so many brew pubs going. I'm sure it's across the nation, but I remember 15 years ago, like, okay, it's unique. It's new. I rolled my motorcycle through Salida, Salida, uh, Colorado. Like go to our local brew pub. I'm like, all right, I will. I'm like, oh, this is cozy. And then after a decade of that, I'm like, they all look the same. Oh, hey, are you going to take a log and cut it in half the long way, turn it upside down, lacquer it, and make it a bench? Oh, nay. Hey, bro, can you be like hipster millennials and like have all the piping go all around and then have like light bulbs but without any kind of like lampshade around, just those light bulbs that hang? Ooh, boy. Hey, I got another idea, ladies and gentlemen. Mason jars. Let's take mason jars and like hang them up there, and that'll be so organic and pretty. Did see that at enough millennial weddings? Simon Laplace, five Hong. What is Hong Kong dollars? Is it eight to one if I recall her? What do we make? Three cents? <laughs> Thirteen cents? Yeah, about one to eight. Okay. Hey, that's three bucks. All right, thanks, buddy. Cap, you should check out Tim Dillon, comedian. He has the same take on politics as you. Not worth it. Enjoying the decline. All right, Tim Dillon. Maybe let me write that down. Okay. Young Sykes, two bucks. I I done told you, Cappy. It's bad. I know. I know, Young Sykes. You're right. I, it's not that I didn't agree with you. I didn't realize how bad it was. You were 100% right. It It is horrifically that bad. I, I have slightly delusional hopes that this is a groundbreaking book. It's not going to convince anyone outside of men. It, it just isn't. But I hope within the male community, I don't just mean red pill, like divorce groups I'm targeting with this one. I hope this gets out there for men because it is the most important economic question they face. I hope this is not, and it's not even to weaponize things against women. Yet, if you actually read through the book, there's there's sometimes where I sing the praises of good women because they're so rare. But there's just a piece of me like before I die, all right, you didn't listen to me about the housing crisis. You didn't listen to me about about the education crisis. Well, you listen to me about this. You all want the pussy, right? You're okay. There's a price tag attached to it. 
<laughs> Most of the costs are hidden. Would you like to sign up for our lifetime suck the blood and lifeblood out of your plan? Sign here. Okay, pussy. Uh. Perfectly. With the, the cherry on the top of this is Dayton marrying a 32-year-old. <laughs> Bing. Thanks, Mark. Oh, boy. Last last several years of your life is going to suck. <clears throat> but I, I I just hope the, the numbers jog something in men's minds where they're like, whoa, wait a minute. Hold it. What am I doing? But I guess maybe not because marriage is a one and two proposition, right? It's not like, oh, I get a sliver if, if the divorce goes bad. No, it fucks you up. You're fucked. And you guys still get married. And this, is, this isn't like a call to boycott women. It's just so men go, eh, hang on. Eh, I have some strings attached. Like, you will have your own place and I will have my place. And we can, we can court. We can date. You're not leaving one fucking toothbrush over here. You're not leaving one fucking tampon. Oh, you crap over there. So I don't know. Share it around. Hopefully the pap the paperback book might be available tonight. Maybe. Don't quote me on it. All right. And I won't know until I get it delivered to me. So I get a physical copy of my book. So I can tell, okay, yeah, the things aren't blurry and everything looks fine. So, I mean, just, just be aware that if you buy it, you're like, oh, this isn't right. Uh, Juan the Aztec Patriarch for five bucks. I still go out with my friends hunting at clubs and I enjoy it. Oh, hunting girls at clubs. I'm like, oh, you're at a hunting club? Shows you how old I am. I go to like a horse and hunt club. Uh, we unconsciously challenge each other on who's the alpha male that can get laid first. Ah, you're insane. Juan, are there any good looking gals in San Francisco? I don't mean that as a funny ha-ha liberal slam. I'm, I do mean that. Like in a town like San Francisco, are there any good looking gals? Or is it, okay, let me guess is that the Latino clubs are still going to where the younger gals might still be attractive. I'm, there's not a bunch of white middle-aged Karens with their master's degrees. The competent man, you cynical bastard. I'm, I am sure it's true love, Anna. <laughs> hey, Dave Little's back. We haven't seen Dave in a while. Five bucks. Working full-time security job now, part-time remote tech support job. I love it. I've also taken up smoking cigars. Good. Thank you, Cappy, for sending me straight. Good man. Good man, Dave. Let me know if you need some advice on cigars. I got um I have my I have my preferred favorites. Rob Fogolski, our Polish agent in the field, part of the 1099 superior race. Been a bit since contributing to the poop fund. Spent a week in the whites. The White Mountains? Oh, yeah. Uh, hiking, exploring all over New Hampshire and Maine. Amazing people still wear masks in the middle of the woods. We're all in this together. Until we start narking each other out to the cops. Until we report our neighbors to the police. Oh, the White Mountains? Well, I'm glad. Is it uh, ain't a little bit cold out there? They're not super tall mountains, but what? Isn't Mount Washington 6,000 feet? It, it, it'll get cold up there. The competent man for five bucks this morning on C-SPAN, Washington Journal, one talker, one caller talked about how one family with five kids was having trouble getting enough food at the food bank. 
I, I really should just set up, you know, the Clary School of Escaping Poverty. Okay, all you guys over there, get a vasectomy. All you girls over there, get on birth control. And my job is done. And that's it. Thank you. Good night, everybody. I'll take my $100 fee, and now you won't be po. It's not hard. It's not hard. But it's the psychology. See, I I, the, <clears throat> I I cannot understand. Now, of course, I'm a genius, and I do mean that. Test me. I don't understand, even if you're an average, even if you're a dumbass, like how many baby mamas and and your sisters having children out of wedlock. Like when I was in Wisconsin, we played the Who's Pregnant Now game. Because you go back to, you know, you go back home to visit your folks. They're like, Who's pregnant now? Not married. Christ, no. Not financially even supporting themselves. Who's pregnant now? And even if you're a dumbass, you might think, Hey, I want to have sex. But the consequences sometimes of having sex is a ruined financial life for the rest of my life. If only there were some technologies that would allow me to have the sex, but not ruin. Oh, wait, I know. Vasectomy. Boom. Even women like, I should take the birth control pill. But I know, I know. Deep down inside, they all want to have the children's. The children's. But I guess women want to have kids more than they want to eat. <laughs> I guess women want children more than they want to enjoy a life and not suffer in misery and pain. Whoa, 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 whoa. Skipping ahead here. The competent man. Jeez, man, competent man. Thanks for all the money. When does Operation Evil start? It starts uh, probably next year. I might just do a little bit of work. I got to do a lot of research for the first project. So I'll probably do that. I can't just do asshole consulting and writing blog posts and promote. I'm, I'm sure I'll, I'll tinker and fidget here and there, uh, but I won't launch it until really next year. And you guys won't know. You won't know because it's not for you. It's not. I tell you guys the truth. I'm going to go and sell lies. I know you guys don't want lies because you want the truth. So that's why I tell you the truth here. But you you might be able to guess it. You might be able to figure out. Like, that sounds awfully like Clary's Operation Evil. You'll know when Operation Evil is a success because I'm going to dress like those gangsters. I'm going to have like a dumbass crown. <clears throat> I'm going to have like big wild gold rings and chains and money. I'll be like, oh, look out. Hey, Operation Evil came due. Why did I waste all my time working hard telling people about economics and researching numbers? All I had to do was tell them lies, heroin money of lies. Uh, Guardian Knight for 15 generous dollars. Thanks, man. He doesn't have anything to say. <clears throat> well, thank you very much. All proceeds will go to the, the poop fund, the septic tank fund. That's coming along, by the way. I think they might have even put in the septic tank by now. I should take a look at my my bill and see if there's a septic tank. Uh, James G for five bucks. Why are we libertarians always consider conservatives to liberals and conservatives consider us too free? Too free. All women take advantage of men. Why are liber why are we libertarians always considered conservatives to liberals? Uh, because liberals don't believe it, it's liberals only care about money. Okay. Let remove the social freedoms. Liberals are for some social freedoms, some abortion, 
uh, non-binary marriage. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I'm trying to think, like, legalization of drugs. Uh, but then they're not for other social freedoms like guns or the right to gather socially uh, with people, like to discriminate, essentially. And not necessarily maliciously like, uh, you know, it's it's the man's club. And we just don't want no fucking women around. Ooh, wait, wait, isn't it a social freedom? Like, you know, I like the, the uh, NAACP. I don't know, but I think you have to be black to join that. Well, yeah, it's it's for black people. La Raza. I, I don't know if you have to be Latino, but I, it makes sense you'd be Latino for that. You know, <clears throat> different groups of people have different reasons to gather. They got to be in one talk. Just let them be. Oh, no, no, we can't do that. Well, you could be La Raza, but you can't have a white union. You can have a male union. You can have a Christian union. So they're only, for, but what it really boils down, the left, don't, don't even bother with the social axis on that political compass map. They just want your fucking money. That's why sometimes they're for certain social rights and sometimes they're against it. There's no consistency there, but they always want your money. And so as far as they're concerned, if you voting for lower taxes, you're conservative, you're evil. <clears throat> One of the funniest insults slash compliments ever got in my life was you're a radical libertarian. And as I said, I'm saying, so what, I really want to be left alone? <laughs> I really want you to have your freedoms. What, what do you, I really want to leave you alone too. What is, what is, yeah, look out. He's really not going to want to invade or, or Lord over you. He's going to really leave you the fuck alone. But since you're not willingly, you're libertarian, you're not giving up your money, you're lo you're lumped in with evil right-wing fascist, you know, white male. Well, you could be a black female for all I know, probably not with the name James. Doesn't matter. You 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 have my gimme dats. No, gimme dats. Don't overthink liberals beyond just being mere leeches. They're just parasites. That's it. That's all that's all they are. And conservatives consider us too free. Yeah, conservatives, although I don't see them. Most conservatives I know who identify as conservatives are libertarian. Like, they really don't care about gay marriage. And they'd actually be kind of appalled. Like, why would we? So what? He's gay. You don't have to call name. I mean, they're kind of like, well, you know, they, they like their fellow man, gay man. Not in that way. Um, You know, I think most conservatives don't care about pot. Uh. You know, it, it's just because they really, but you know, the Republican Party and they, the Republican Party gets a lot of money from the religious right. <clears throat> and so they have to kind of toe the religious line. Of, although that's kind of thankfully gone down since the 80s and the 90s. You don't have to really hear about that. PC specs, DJ Aftershock for two bucks. Don't know. I, I, uh, that's like another project that's just going to take my time. And right now, I don't want to even bother with that. I want to, I want to go to the gym. I want to smoke my cigars. I can have. I have no guilt, DJ. No guilt. I'm going to play video games. I'm not going to go debauched. I'm going to work out, play my video games. So I'm just going to relax and enjoy. I'm going to do some some asshole consulting. We'll do some podcasting. I mean, I still got a little bit of work to do. Got to make sure the book, you know, marketing, advertising things. Send out um, reader or reviewer copies. And it's taxes. I got to go on my receipts. I got to set up my receipts now for taxes.
Um, so that's going to take at least a week of work. I made a Bumble account, James for five bucks, by the way, and met a 32-year-old who wants a baby with me before meeting me. It is really interesting. Yes, she has had an abortion. Strange times. <laughs> look, guys. We're born. We're just born at the wrong time. Okay? We're just born at the wrong. It's not our time, man. It's not our time. And given it's not our time, you got to look at this and just laugh your ass off. I mean, you got to take what you could get, man. It's the classic, you know, the the meme where there's somebody biking on a bike with a stick and they throw the stick into the spoke and then they fall, and then they blame whatever. Damn Trump, damn Jews, whatever. Uh, I once heard Tom Likers promote Bachelor Pad Economics. Cappy, how does it feel to be a star? Well, I paid Tom. Tom, yeah, if you guys want uh, advertise on Tom Likas' show, I should probably go and run an ad on Tom Likas' show. But yeah, uh, without Tom Likas, I would I would not have been anywhere near this successful. And I know what his rates are now, but his rates are very reasonable, very affordable, especially for a guy with that kind of pull. Um, so I know he's back to podcasting. Although I don't know, it keeps changing. Um. But yeah, I cannot recommend Tom Likas enough for advertising. If you guys have something that you want to advertise, advertise it with Tom. Oh, darn it. We had Osama. There we go. Osama Abdu for five bucks. Shout out to chat. Cappy, how do you go about scheduling your week? How much time do you dedicate, decide to spend to YouTube versus Ryan versus Culture? This is, okay, so this is a good question because I think this is going to happen to more of you young guys and you young gals listening as we leave the corporate office and we're working remotely. I don't have a schedule. Um, I have a chore list of things I got to get done. A lot of it is just eating the right things to lower my cholesterol. So it's not terribly exciting, but things like asshole consulting, one article of work, save money, workout. Those are like the uh, no booze. That's another one that I have like some, so there's like five key ones and a bunch of, you know, like eat oatmeal, uh, take your vitamins, that, that kind of thing. <clears throat> but as for work, there is no schedule. And what it allows me to do is respond to what's mission critical at that moment in time or what is most profitable at that moment in time. There's been times that the the Twitter or something's been going on and I hate Twitter. I hate social media, but I have to be on that. Not like on it, but like, oh, I better toss in this or throw my, my two cents in. So I wake up, <clears throat> I get my coffee, check the email, see what's going on. You know, like Cappy Command. Except instead of like this, you know, cool 1980s Russians versus the U.S. movie where in a command central and there's screens and intelligence analysts. Yes, sir. And everyone's on a microphone. Uh, it's me sitting on my laptop in my pajamas in my bed. And then I was like, okay, asshole consulting. A couple people like I got to do asshole consulting later on today because there's a fair amount of people that have been waiting five, six days to get the responses. So I'll do that. Um, <clears throat> a lot of times, like I'll do a... This is very common. I'll do one asshole consulting video, and then you high knockers all show up and then start throwing money at me like I'm a stripper or Chad Elkins with a thong on. And obviously, I'm going to stick around for that. I'm like, oh, fuck it. Turn off the, the money valve. Fuck that shit. It's like, I'll keep going. <laughs> Give me a chance. I, I will take the septic take money. So obviously, I'll stick around for that. All of a sudden, we've gone easily 45 minutes beyond the 15 minutes it took me to answer a question. And, and then I was like, oh, okay. And then usually I, I try to get some kind of, I try to get out of the house so I'm not just stuck here all the time. Uh, 
and that's usually when I go to the gym or maybe I'll go for a run or a walk depending on the weather because it's getting colder. Although it's been very mild December so far. Uh, then usually get back more work. There's always more work to do. Um, and then, and then usually I try and get back by the time the GF gets back. Now I know Vince over at masculine geeks, go check him out, by the way, he's going to go check in with the way. Yeah. I kind of like my girlfriend. Um, anyway, just, eh, what are we going to do? And now that, and then, and then it's, well, we'll go visit the nieces or, you know, maybe we'll make a run to Wisconsin or so. And then, and then she'll go to sleep, watch a little bit of TV or whatever. And then I'll be up a little bit more. I'll usually do a little bit more night times, but, but that's the whole thing. You guys are going to experience this. There will be no schedule. And what's great about it is you can completely adapt to every other type of schedule. People's social calendar, somebody's friend, they got this, you got that, you got to do work, help out a buddy, do your own thing. And it's to remain fluid and malleable in your schedule. And a lot of people don't get it. Trust you and me or something. If you ever get to this point, especially your mom, okay, I'm just going to warn you all about your moms right now. Your mom wants, they literally want to know. My mom asked me this, what are you doing November 27th? You know, and this was like, she's asking me in March. How the fuck do I know, mom? <laughs> Which I literally, how the fuck do I know, mom? Well, I don't know what I'm saying. And then you got to, like, who schedules out six months in advance? And people don't get it. And, they, and, and there's nothing worse uh, in my mind then it's not going on people's shows. That's not it. I'm very thankful for when I go on people's shows, but it's the fact that like modern life, John, um, he's scheduled, man. He's got a regiment. He's got a schedule. He's very, he's different, complete opposite of me. He knows what he's doing two weeks out at 3 PM. And it's just having that obligation. Like, Oh, I got to go on this guy's show or, Oh, I got to interview this person. Or, oh, I said, I commit to that. And that's what gets you because you're no longer free. Like you got to be in your, like right now I can hop on a flight to Vegas, throw my mobile command stuff into the backpack, my microphone and little webcam and off I go. And that freedom is probably the nicest luxury good I have. Forget whatever nice things I might own, like my coin collection or my guns. I really enjoy just getting a car, driving to Denver. And so if you get to that point, however, whatever career that might be, programming 1099, or Robert Fugolsky, 1099 superior agent in the field reports, um, there is no schedule. I don't say, oh, I'm going to do this. And I, as I mentioned before, I do things project-based. Like, I bang out the book. Batch of Pad Economics. Well, let's not use Batch of Pad. That's at the bottom of the pile. This book here, almost 500 pages, okay? That took me three months to write. Of course, that was interrupted by a cancer scare that lasted two months. But, you know, like, how could you write? Because I hate writing. You get it done. And that'll anchor me down. But once that's done, boom, then it's it's free time again. But that's, I think that's going to happen to a lot of you because there won't be like, oh, when do I get up? Well, I don't have to really be in work. I think that boomer uh, industrial revolution era of the United States where we come in for three, eight hour shifts and we run the machines and you clock out. I think that's going away, especially if you're a, a white collar work. Eddie Wolf for five euros. Please don't start your videos with absolute silence. I always wonder if my headset is off. Okay. I don't think I do. 
Sam Whiskey, five bucks. Window 10 sucks and IMAX are overpriced, Capio. What do you recommend? Interesting you mentioned that because uh, I had used my old Windows 7 machine to upload to because I had Microsoft Word on it because I use Office Libre on my other book. So I was writing uh, the book of numbers in Office Libre. And when I try to upload that to Amazon, it wouldn't take. So I had to go and open up the files in Word, reformat everything, and then it would upload to Amazon. And what was interesting is when I turned on my Windows 7 machine, it started updating. I'm like, I thought Microsoft wasn't doing it, but they are. They are still updating Microsoft, uh, I'm sorry, Windows 10, uh, 7. <clears throat> but otherwise, I have Windows 10. It's all right. But I don't play video games or anything taxing. I think this is the most taxing thing I do is um, the the browser. Uh, based on the resource consumption. Simon Laplace, 10 Hong Kong dollars. I don't know what that is. Anybody know what that is? Very pretty. I like I like the characters. It's very pretty. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, good old laugh. I what? Find an emoji where it's a Mexican poop throwing the Mexican flag, waving the Mexican flag around. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. <clears throat> Noah Korea for five bucks. AOC has now launched a merch store where she sells shirts that says tax the rich for 60 bucks. I think she knows her time in Congress is limited. Ah, no, she won. Didn't she win? She won. She won re-election. Tax the rich for 60 bucks. And you idiots are going to vote for that hypocrite. How sad is that as a statement? Tax the rich. What? Can't you go make? The rich aren't holding you down. They're subsidizing you. They're making it easier for you. What do you mean tax the rich? Why don't you go make your own damn money? The life you have when it's like, I need other people's money. It's like. Do, do you know anyone who's a happy panhandler? You ever drive past hand, panhandlers? You see them? Do they look happy? Do you want that life? Just because these people aren't out on a corner panhandling doesn't mean they're not panhandlers. Can you imagine what it's like to be that? I need other people's money because you look at AOC's background. After college, all she did was apply for government grants so she could write children's books and other nonprofit crap. Like, what's that like? I hate applying for jobs. I would hate applying for a government grant. <clears throat> there was that feminist in Australia who made headline news saying, I don't know, kill men or it was something beyond the pale. It, it was it was true misandry, not regular feminist critique of men, which I will draw a line. This is real misandry, like kill men. It was something like that. And then the provincial government that found out that she had a $20,000 grant like, okay, I know that angers you that hardworking men and women pay for this true misandrist and worthless parasites career. But what's that like where you got to apply for a grant and beg and plead to get handouts to keep up this facade that you're somehow a professional or self-supporting adult? Um. James G for five bucks. Why do women want entertainers and a strong man? Have you heard of Iceberg Slim, a pimp's diary? Does your girl have reason? You cannot be both. 
Uh, oh, I see. Like a guy who's yet to let me entertain you, and then a strong man. Yeah. We, um, read about the synthetic Superman. Or write about the synthetic Superman in the book of Numbers. And I, I even use the words Voltron. I liken him to Voltron, where there is no one man a woman wants. Okay. And, and if that guy does exist, there's a billion other women after him, and she just isn't going to get him. But they can piece together a synthetic Superman like Voltron. This guy is a rich, like Mark Dayton. I mean, let's use uh, honor or whatever. She's got Mark Dayton for the money. Okay. Now for Dick, dear God in heaven, please have her having an affair with Tyrone from the Minnesota Vikings. Please. So she gets her Dick from Tyrone. <clears throat> she probably gets all the adulation and praise with the social media as any young lady would. And then maybe she needs a, there's an effeminate soy boy who's been her beta orbiter that she goes and cries to and like has coffee with and BFFs with. All right. That's not any one man, but it is a Voltron of men that that woman now has effectively. It's like outsourcing. It'd be like, I get a, a hooker with, Big tits and red hair to satisfy my sexual urges. Then I go hang out with the nuclear engineer gal I know for coffee, even though she might be pining after you. I get my intellectual fix there. And then uh, there's the fun gal who I, I don't know, go motorcycle riding or hiking with. In theory, you like this girl to be all the same person, but that's not going to happen. Uh, Zaranx for five bucks. Shake it, Cappy. Laughing out loud, joined late, but I hope you saw the vid of the teacher yelling at anti-lockdown protesters for a laugh. Ah, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't. I, that's kind of how that falls in the realm of politics. Um, I, I've accept. Look, not only do I see the bad stuff of politics, but I see the good stuff of politics too. Like teachers yelling. Teachers are insane. They're miserable. I don't have to see that. I mean, I've seen enough Karens getting upset. What is it? Um, is it? There's a website where it just like shows people getting the shit kicked out of them because they do stupid things. I've seen enough of those videos. They're they're cathartic. I enjoy them. Gal mouthing off, mouthing off to some protester. She punches him. He punches her right back and flattens her out. It's like, what What are you doing punching a guy who's, I think he's this huge guy. He's like six something, two, 200 plus. Girl watched a little bit too much roundhouse kicking chick cop show and splat, she's out. It's kind of like, ha ha. How much do I have to see of that? Just, I'm going to hop in my truck, take my cigar. I'm going to listen. I'm not even tuning into my ring games. But I'm going to listen to Chris Beckloff and world-class bullshitters. I'm just going to chill out and relax. I'm going to be happy I'm not the people who are stuck in a McDonald's line fighting everyone. That's not Cappy's world. Cappy used to live in that world. Cappy out of that world now. Actually, I never was in that world. I lived in those neighborhoods but I don't know. I just kept my nose clean. Like if you're fighting at a McDonald's, you chances are you're not going to become president. Just so you know, if you're like getting into fisticuffs at a line at McDonald's, you, you're, uh, 
you're not going to your boss asking if you could be lead engineer next year for your promotion. You're not, you're not, you don't even have a 401k in IRA. You don't even know what those things are if you're in a fight in McDonald's. Uh, James G., how do you take advantage of the opportunities under a Biden presidency as a libertarian? What are the best opportunities coming under this change? I, I find, okay, James, you're asking me if I can predict the future. I can't. Here's where I can speculate, okay? Money printer gonna go burr, but that wasn't a big gamble. I didn't, if it was Trump or Biden, the money printer was still gonna go burr. And that money was going to end up somewhere. It's going to be channeled through the financial markets, specifically the banking system. It's going to be really lent out. And where we lend it out is where the prices are going to increase. I think housing is going to go up. I think re, uh, uh, stocks are going to go up, not up in value, up in price. This is the inflation part. The money's got to go somewhere. Tuition will go up because we borrow money for tuition. I think health expenses will go up because we borrow for health expenses. People will bitch and whine. And then Capital will be off in Poland or wherever the hell I inevitably decide to have my plan B. So it, it it's not anything sexy, but a diversified portfolio of investments. You know, because I have real estate and owning property. <clears throat> I also have an IRA. So and I just I'm boring. I just invest in the the SP 500 index. I think cryptocurrency is a must. I've always said that though. Precious metals is a must. I've always said that though too. And my, I don't have an investment philosophy. It's not investing anymore. It's just merely hedging against inflation. That's it. And so I got a little bit. I, I, I would not be surprised. I don't know if this is going to happen. I don't know. I can't predict the future. But depending on how woke and anti-freedom and anti-American the Biden presidency is, and depending on what kind of laws are passed within the Congress and, and President Biden, um, will determine how much capital flight is going to go to cryptocurrency. Um, I, I see a very real possibility, no guarantee, that as things become more hostile towards productive Americans and productive people across the world, they're going to shield their mon money through cryptocurrency. I think that will be the main vehicle by which people uh, protect their wealth and then export their wealth if they have to. In case of a of a you know communist socialist, I won't even say takeover, but overreach. Um, but the best opportunity, <clears throat> look, the best opportunities is to go go overseas and find a place you want to live. That's what I would do, because then then you got your life raft. I'm half tempted just to hire Andrew Hendrickson. Say, like, dude, give me the country list. I'll pay you a thousand or two thousand bucks. What what do I gotta? Ishil Blancs, Norwegian, 36 from LA, work three days a week, zero debt, have 16 ounces of gold. You need 200, I'd say. I'm snip, never married, zero kids. You, Coach Adams, Mr. Sharp. Oh, yeah, Donovan Sharp. Everyone go say hi to Donovan Sharp. Go over to his site now, subscribe to his YouTube channel. Joker, thanks. Yeah, no problem, Ishil. Yeah, good old I texted Donovan. He's a good guy. He's just a good guy. <laughs> We're in Vegas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, DJ Aftershock, five bucks. We're going to Frosty's in Casper. We're going to have more drinks. We're driving there in our diesel Dodge Ram truck for my trailer and my girl, Crystal. 
Hang on, where is Frosty's? Have I ever been there? Where is that? Frosty's Bar and Grill. Casper's a weird town. Okay, there's 26. Boy, it's been a while since I've been here. There's Poplar. Frosty's. Okay, here's Evansville. There's the road I took to my place. Okay, so it is downtown. Is that by a Lou Talbert's? <clears throat> oh, it's on the high school. Oh, where am I? I'm losing my bearings. Office Park, Church, Elks Lodge, Sherry's Place, Yellowstone. Man, it's been a long time since I've been there. Coldstone Creamery. I'll tell you this. There's a good uh, Thai place in uh, Casper. Young man, younger than me, opened it up. Brought my dance classes there. It's a good time. Yeah, I don't know where this is. It's been, gosh, coming up on 10 years I lived there. Man, time flies. All right. We don't have to worry. This is like a Vietnam vet looking at maps of Vietnam. Oh, yeah, that's where we got shot. Cop and a man for two bucks. Uh, oh, she speaks Mandarin, apparently. Translates, Captain, how do I get the girls? <laughs> Bravo. Bravo to our Chinese agent in the field. Well played, sir. Well played. That was, <laughs> how do I get the girls? <laughs> Oh, Red Storm, five bucks. Hey, Cap, you plan on playing Cyberpunk 2077? The setting is not too far off on what's happening in California. No, I I saw it for sale, maybe. I, I don't know. The masculine, not the masculine geeks, the uh, world-class bullshitters were not too hip on it. So I, I'm just going to finish my game. Maybe when Cyberpunk 2077, I can get it, you know, like the $5 bin at GameStop. I expect a repeat of the 1994 and 2010 in elections. Um, it could be, yeah, you could have the Republican take over in the Congress. James G for two bucks. I mean, take advantage of wokeness for profit. Yeah. No, that's what do you think I'm doing? Hey, look, <clears throat> the government invested trillions of dollars and decades of time into brainwashing Gen Zers and millennials to just value socialist leftist identity politics above all else. That's their religion. That's their entire value in life. I'm a strong, independent Hispanic female. As a black Latino tramp, whatever. Okay, you invested all that money. Hey, look, I put, you want to see the perfect example? When everybody breaks out the gay pride flags and says, hey, gay pride, buy our shit. Right? It should be so condescending to, to people in the gay or non-binary community that we put a little flag out, come buy our shower. Like, yeah, here at Asshole Consulting, fuck off. Yeah, we hit everybody. But as long as you got money, come on in. Um, it, uh, yes, that is the new model because so much has been invested in brainwashing and installing the software in people's mind that their value is their politics. Yes, of course. I mean, think about it. I know at the time it seemed, why would you do this? But that's old order thinking, to quote Rolo Tomasi. The new order thinking is vagina, penis, 
pansexual. My bipolar degree. I have the uh, 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 I have social anxiety. I'm black. I'm Asian. I'm Hispanic. I'm female. I'm trans. So when Gillette came out and said, men are bad, da, 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 there were some, men like, oh, yeah, okay. It wasn't irrational. It was foolish, but not irrational. Procter & Gamble say, let's go tell men they suck. That'll get their women to buy more razors for them. Because it's political. Everyone, they're like, oh, they're a little early. Give it a little bit more time. This Colin Kaepernick, Let's advertise politics. They give it about five more years. And then enough boomers and Gen Xers will have died off. And you'll have nothing but an entire uh, majority population of Americans whose only value in their lives are their own traits and identity politics. Or their politics and their crusades that they didn't earn. I'm an environmentalist. I recycle. Our green footprinter at Cargill Corporation. I'll buy their cereal. It's really no different if you remember Saturday morning cartoons from the 80s, which you don't because none of you were around then. Like Strawberry Shortcake, that cartoon was just used to sell cereal. And us dumb kids, well, let's go buy the Strawberry Shortcake cereal. Transformers, that was just used to sell toys. I want that toy, Mom. Now, Transformers is also a great cartoon. Let's not forget what it was about, about selling the toys and merchandise. It's the same thing here. Whatever flag, uh, uh, non-binary, the gay pride flag, Black Lives Matter. Um, trying to think of the flags, but but any tr- hey, we celebrate your people. Buy our shit. We're at asshole consulting. We're much more. No, fuck you. But if you got money, come on in. That's. Eddie Wolf, five euro. When will cryptocurrency be outlawed? It will never. Well, okay, they can pass laws against it, but like drugs, I don't think it's going to be. You're not going to get rid of it. See, drugs are illegal. Okay, so we don't have them. Just like remember the Soviet Union, they banned the private sector, so there was no private sector economy like underground economies or black markets for blue jeans. I'm sure no drugs ever made it in the Soviet Union because they made it illegal, right? Noah Korea for another five bucks. Starting to invest in silver, specifically American Silver Eagle coins. What website or place do you go to? I go to. <clears throat> Let me make sure he's still up. Boom. Okay, here's where I'll go. MNGoldBuyer.com. This is my buddy. Tell him I sent you. I put it in the chat room there mngoldbuyer.com he can mail you silver eagles they'll be insured uh this is the guy that uh, i work security for he was very kind to give me employment when i came back from wyoming uh good man so that's where i would go uh, are we caught up we're caught up boom um let me get to the sponsors real quick here where did my sponsors go? Oh, you know what? I got them right here. Never mind. The Path to Happiness, The Road to Freedom, written by Michael Seacrest. Um, get this book if you are a younger man, younger woman, and you're unaware of microeconomics and decisions that you can make on the individual level to get yourself to happiness and freedom. Um, it is very detailed. 
along the lines of individual or microeconomic behavior, but then he does uh, parlay into larger philosophical um, <clears throat> uh, economic philosophy as well. Economic models, I would say. I'm trying to find my... Here we go. The Fragments of Game, written by Rick Arellano. You can find that. I'll put that on the... This basically is a historical account of game starting back in the 2000s when it was, uh, what was it, the game or the players or whatever. The guy wrote a book about it. And what Nick's done, he's gone through it and said, okay, what was a fad and what is stuck? What are like long-lasting rules that are fundamental to game? Whereas that was just wear a funny hat (laughs) before online dating was even a thing. So uh, you can check that out there. <clears throat> what else? No, that's an article. Pirate Book Takedown. Go to Pirate Book Takedown if you're an author or content creator and you want uh, someone to take down people who are lifting your content for free. Uh, he'll find all the different places offering your book or your content for free, give you a list, and you could go ahead and follow up with that list if you want, or you can pay him a lot more money to go and take down that stuff and send the DMCA takedown notices there as well. Uh, Better Bachelor. I mentioned Better Bachelor before. Check out Better Bachelor over on YouTube. Uh, Piero San Giorgio. Uh, I was on his show not too long ago. Let me put him up here. He's written a ton of books. Very charming guy. Lives in Europe. Has a very unique accent. I think he speaks Italian, French, and English. And he has a bunch of survival books, all in French, English, and all that. But uh, Piero San Giorgio, if you're looking for a different podcast, a little bit more along the lines of um, a survivalist, you can find him. That's Piero San, S-A-N-G-I-O-R-G-I-O. Turf Flinging Monkeys, 13 Rules Not to Be a Fucking Cuck. You can find that available on Amazon.com. And also check out his channel on BitChute. Turf Flinging Monkey, just be prepared to have shocking and disagreeable things said. Especially when it comes to robot dolls and, uh, and women's rights. Where'd it go? Uh, Masculine Geek, I told you guys about Masculine Geek. Or the Masculine Geeks. But check out other podcasts as well. The Goddamn Bacon at thegoddamnbacon.com. Rob says at robsays.net. Jack Napier's Red Evening. You'll find him on YouTube. And the Black Brigade. Everyone go to blackbrigade.org. Or if you want, go to this website. I'm going to give you the website. You guys remember DT and the Man? All right. remember DT and the man Uh, DT, you know, he went on to continue on with the black brigade. I put the channel down there. He really wants you to subscribe. So you get over a thousand. You can start monetizing. This be wonderful because I told him five years ago that they should monitor. Oh no, we don't know. You don't know what you're doing. Anyway, he has moved on from politics to philosophy. He's now going the happy nihilist as it were. So go check out his uh, channel and subscribe there. Uh, Academiccomposition.com. Go there and have Alex and his crack team of writing staff write all your papers for you. <clears throat> he's also looking to hire people in marketing. He's always looking for writers too, but he's desperate short need of supply of marketers. 
It's not fun work. It's not sexy work, but it's work that pays. So go to academiccomposition.com and tell Alex that the captain sent you. BunkerBasics.com with Bunker Bob. Go to BunkerBasics.com with Bunker Bob to learn about surviving in private. Remember how I built the life raft? Well, that's a great place to start, don't you think? Go to BunkerBasics.com. Tell Bunker Bob I said hello. And the science of mastering women would make a good companion piece, I think, to the book of numbers written by Linda Gross. Go to this website I'm posting here below. And there you go. And uh, check out her book and her podcast. She has a podcast as well. And then finally, if you want to help out with the old Capmeister's uh, whatever fund, it, it, it does go to the septic tank fund and then the lowering the mortgage fund. All I mean, literally all pros. Okay, I, I did spend 50 bucks on my video game. I'll tell you that. I did buy, I did do that. And I did spend 14 bucks on the Sylvester, and I'm not Sylvester, the Pepe Le Pew coffee mug. But come on, that was worth it. That was totally worth it. But the lion's share of your money does go to the house. It does go to the septic tank. Uh, but if you want to help out uh, in other ways, you can go to olderbrother.com slash donate, of which there are three links there that you can help out the captain. The first one is a link to my PayPal account, of which you get nothing. You get absolutely nothing. You're just giving me money. So don't do that unless you're incredibly, incredibly bored. The second link is the link to my Subscribestar account where you get access to all of Mary Jo's pinups. Sanity is the future of wealth, which, by the way, I did publish. You don't have to be a Subscribestar guy. You can get it. It's just an essay. It's not very thick, but that is available for sale on paperback and Kindle. Um, <clears throat> so you get access to that. And then you get access to all the road trip podcast episodes, which is just me rambling, doing a really shitty job podcasting for my car or truck when I go out hiking or uh, road tripping. I think there's like 10 or 12 of them now. And now that I'm back, I can go back to doing regular content for my Subscribestar uh, subscribers. And so you get access to all that. There you go. Uh, and then the third option is uh, the third link, which is the link to my Amazon affiliate program. If you would kindly go to olderbrother.com slash donate, you see the Amazon link, you click on that link, and then you do all your Amazon shopping online. You do not go to Amazon first because <clears throat> Cappy don't get the coin. You got to go to olderbrother.com slash donate, click on the Amazon link, then do your shopping, and then Cappy gets a 5 to 6% commission or cut on all your purchases. You don't pay anything extra. So it's a win-win. We're taking money out of Jeff Bezos's hands and now his ex-wife's hands because she's half owner of basically of Amazon or all the nonprofits she does. Take the money out of the, the mouths of babies and give it to Captain instead. Take it out of whatever her name was that, that took him for half. Give it to me, a pretty well-to-do bachelor. You don't want, look, Let's admit it. Whatever her name was when she donated all the Amazon stock to all these nonprofits, they're not going to solve a problem. They're not. Have they solved poverty? <clears throat> Have they solved racial and sexual injustice? No, they haven't. But in giving me money, you will achieve the very noble, charitable community goal of making Cappy happy. And who does want to make, make Cappy happy? MakeCappyHappy.org. Again, the, the, the high-pitched one key tone on the piano. black and white and i just look up and then it goes to some serious looking karen did you know 
that nine out of 10 cappies aren't happy. Ding, ding, ding. And I'm just like, oh, black and white. But with your help, you can make captains happy. Ding, ding, ding. By doing all your shopping at Amazon.com, money will be taken out indirectly from the mouths of porch starving children to make Aaron happy. I'm sitting there smoking cigars, all excited and happy. No, we don't want to. I'll, I'll tell you that. There's a high. Let me tell you this. I will tell you this. I ask me no questions. I'll tell you no lies, Winston. There is zero chance you will end poverty, childhood hunger, discrimination, um, sexism. You will never solve it. But you can make me rich and happy. <laughs> There, that is a finite, tangible, achievable goal. You could all make me rich and happy. And if you're gonna if you're gonna donate your nonprofit money, do you want to have it wasted? And oh wow, still the poor, starving children. I'll even send you little cards. You know, like remember that in the '80s? Oh, we'll send you a picture of the poor, starving kid in in Ethiopia that was caused by communism. By the way, oh look, uh, Akbar's doing not so well still. Why? What happened to all the money and the resources we gave him? Oh, his mom had five other children she couldn't afford. Oh, Akbar died at 16 because of dysentery. All right? You're not, you're not going to solve it. Okay? <clears throat> but I will send you little postcards, little updates. If you donate, because that would be a pain in the ass. I'm not you know, all you assholes who donate a buck, and I got to, like, spend five bucks sending out. You know, if everyone... Whoever donates $100,000 to Cappy, I'll send you every year a postcard of me like, hey, your cap. this is the captain you sponsored. This captain was a, a dumb idiot, Cappy. Look at him. He was all sad and had crappy clothes and had hand-me-downs from Vince over at Masculine Geek. He had an old crappy computer. And then I like, oh, crappy computer. And then like the next year, oh, your $100,000 donation went to... I don't know what I'd do. Hey, his mortgage is paid off. I'd show you. Ah, mortgage paid off. Hey, your money went to help him buy a piece of land. And in Bulgaria, I'd just be me standing in an empty field. Hi. <coughs> hey, look. He he got a shirt. But wouldn't be very exciting. But I'll tell you this, I won't die of dysentery. And and I will be, I will be. You the world can't solve poverty but it can make Aaron Cleary rich. And that's what really counts. <laughs> it's, it's a good argument. Good art. You go, you guys ain't going to cure poverty, but you could, you could solve another problem. I would advocate you make yourselves rich. That's what I would advocate. If there's any extra money floating around, you want to donate it to the happy cappy fund. Uh, so I, I on a serious note, just do your shopping online through my Amazon affiliate program. Go to olderbrother.com slash donate. Click on the Amazon banner. That's all I ask. That'd be fine. Thank you. Oh, and then if you want, you got a couple books. So there's How Not to Become a Millennial. All right. The best book on politics available on the market today. Sanity is the Future of Wealth. That's a short little piece. That's cheap. Worthless. Young person's indispensable guy to choosing the right major. Help out a kid who's stuck at home going to college. Like, this sucks. Chris, with the high IQ, this is for everybody listening because pretty much if to tune into this, you have to be pretty smart. And if you're pretty smart, that means you've suffered in ways you don't even know. <clears throat> Reconnaissance, man, make sure that you know where to travel. 
and live in the United States so you don't go travel around moving a bunch of different places paying realtors fees. The Pets Principle, written by uh, Randy Bentwick. Uh, basically, how not to get accused of grape and have your life ruined. Enjoy the decline. Accepting living with the death of the United States. And my flagship product, oops, Bachelor Pad Economics. <clears throat> Women can let's read that too. Oh, we got that there. All right, you know what? I'm going to take a break, grab a little bit more coffee. And we'll be back with a little bit of articles. Darling, don't you go and cut your hair. Ba, 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 da, 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 da. I'm just a boy with a new haircut, and it's a pretty nice haircut. One of the few good songs in the 90s. I take it back. There's some good music in the 90s. <clears throat> um, let me make sure we don't fall behind here on the super James G five bucks after downloading Bumble. Even women who have the power to make decisions, hate decisions. Do they first move? Is it doable to unplug people from the, um, the, uh, Bumble is a drastic improvement over Tinder. And the reason why is just don't, don't worry about your success rates on, with any kind of dating platform online. It is going to be infinitesimally small. <laughs> Read my book, find out just how infinitesimally small. At least with Bumble, like there, it takes the least amount of effort. You put together a good uh, profile, you put together good pictures, um, be witty, da da da, and then uh, you you just you cast that line in the water. You tie down your pole, and you go. You go live your life, and then you come back to see if you got a fish. Oh, hey, a girl texted me. All right, but don't. Women are not going to make the first move, and if they do, it's very rare. Yes, but it does happen. Now, they won't ask you out. They'll string you along and get attention. This is why if you listen to Myron Gaines, keep not to keep going back to him, but he's like, you. your goal is to get these girls out of the dating apps, out online, uh, off of being online uh, and into the real world. <laughs> or at least into like email or on your phones, texting directly. But you, you got to get them unplugged from that matrix. But they got to they gotta say hi to you first. That's fine. Here's your thing. You go. It's just like fishing, the, the most lazy way to fish. Hey, look at these two Han Yockers. We got Doc and we got Elkins. Vlad Elkins. Do, 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 do. All right, we're caught up, caught up. Boom. All right, where are we? This is from the post-millennial. Carjacking up 537% amid Minneapolis City Council plans to further defund the police force. 
Violent carjackings are up an astronomical 537% in the city of Minneapolis this November compared to November of 2019, while the city council announced some plans to cut another $8 million from the police budget. The past two months have seen an eye-popping more than 125 carjackings in the city of Minneapolis, including three in the southeast part of the city, which occurred less than an hour, which occurred less within an hour of each other. All right, now, um, the, uh, how can I explain this? Southeast, North Minneapolis is the bad part of Minneapolis, quote unquote. Okay, that's the bad part. That's the dangerous side of town. None of the riots and stuff been happening there. It's been happening over in the south part of Minneapolis, southeast. All right, and I used to live there. The riots were on Lake Street. You have to look it up. And, and southeast was like <clears throat> where all the blue collar starting Gen Xers back when we were millennials. Back when we were in our twenties and our thirties, we're starting. We're going to invest in property. Gonna and it was like, oh my goodness, there's little coffee shops, and we're not rich. <clears throat> we're not. We don't live in uptown. We're not there. We're there. Oh, Southwest Longfellow Pride. And I, oh, and bluer than blue, bluer than the ocean, bluer than the sky. And now all the carjackings are happening. Oh, oh, I go bad. Uh, a little bit more is happening downtown, but downtown, everyone has fl fleed downtown. Not because of anything to do with the riots, but there's nothing to do downtown. Parking is shit. Um, there were some riots. I, I take that back. Uh, in just the past week, there have been 17 such incidences, with the majority of them being perpetrated by teenagers, according to the Washington Examiner. Don't worry, we don't need no fathers. Carjackings weren't even tracked as a separate crime by the city of Minneapolis due to them previously being such a rare occurrence. However, to date in the year 2020 and going after going back retroactively, officials found the running total of carjackings is clocking in at 375 or more. The numbers are staggering. It defies all civility, any shred of human decency. Oh, really? Like how you raised your little leftist Marxist goose-stepping morons to be? Gee, I wonder if you told the black kids in the city of Minneapolis public schools that they're all oppressed and hold down by whitey, and you told all the women they're oppressed by men, and you told everybody they're oppressed by everybody else, and that there's no hope and only the government. I wonder, really? Did you teach them any civility? Or how, did you teach them any common human decency? I just love seeing what happens when a community just kicks fathers right the fuck out and dis gets rid of any kind of hard discipline, any of the hard facts. I just love seeing leftism take over, not just the city, but the families as well. And now, oh my God, there's roving bands of teenage. I wonder why. I mean, you know what? We need another government program to teach teenagers not to carjack, huh? Uh, John Elder, a spokesman for local police. Elder went on to mention that sometimes it's better to give up the car keys without a fight. People know that their abilities, what their abilities are. A 74-year-old woman trying to duke it out with two 18-year-olds is not a great idea. Oh, brave. It's, they don't need no. You don't need cops. You don't need cops. Over 500 people have been shot so far this year in Minneapolis, which is the highest total in a decade and a half. What happened a decade and a half? 2005? What's going on in 2005? Incredibly, the city council still wants to further to defund its police efforts. Boo to boo, another 8 million. More than 100 officers have left the Minneapolis Police Department this year alone. 
I know you may be upset that the carjackings are affecting victims. There, there are victims, and and you should be against carjacking, obviously. But do realize, out of the five hundred, I'm sorry, three hundred seventy-five carjackings, three hundred seventy-one happened to people who voted for that. It happened to leftists, especially if it was happening in the southeast part. I, you just. You, Dude, <clears throat> best thing in World War II was when the communists were fighting the Nazis. You just we should have funded both of them to the hill. You want nuclear weapons? You want nuclear weapons? Here you go. You want you got tanks? Here's some tanks. Have some tanks. You want tanks? Here's some tanks. Keep on going. Keep on going. Um Argentina to hit the rich with wealth tax as COVID-19 costs rise. Oh, that bitch is still there. Why is she still there? Kirchner is still there? Oh, my God. If you don't know about Argentinian politics, Kirchner, she was the wife of one of the ex-presidents of Argentina. She's basically there, Hillary Clinton, but she got elected. Argentina said it. Late Friday approved a proposed one-time wealth tax. Sure, one time. Which seeks to boost government revenue by targeting millionaires with assets more than 200 million pesos, 2.4 million. Legislation has already passed the lower house, was promoted by a governing coalition and spearheaded by lawmakers. Carlos Heller and Maximo Kirchner, son of Vice President Christina. Oh, wait, she's the vice president. So she was president, now she's vice president. And her son is now a lawmaker. It seeks to plug a gap caused by plunging government revenue due to the strict lockdown. Da, da, da. Uh, Argentina has defaulted multiple times on hundreds of billions of dollars the international community has lent them. Fuck Argentina. This goes back to the 90s when I had to study, like, not study, when I had to cover them. Uh, just fuck Argentina. Okay? If you think about moving, don't go to Argentina. If you have a business dealings, don't do it in Argentina. Not as bad as Venezuela, but Argentina puts on this veneer that, oh my gosh, we're so cultured. Fuck Argentina. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like South America's Edina. It's everybody else's money. And they're so proud of themselves. Uh, do I want to look at Kimberly? Oh, Timnit Gebru. This is the AI ethicist technical co-lead of Google's ethical AI team. <laughs> and I wanted to look into her because I'm like, look at her. I'm like, no, you're not, you're not, you're not a programmer. I guarantee you, you are the it's it's woman in STEM. Woman in STEM. And woman of color in STEM. Could she be an actual software engineer? Yes. Does Cappy believe that is the case? No. I believe she has a doctorate in some kind of a... Somebody look her up. I don't want to look her up. I don't. I was going to do a Clary test on her. I don't have time. I don't feel like it. I, I just don't... <clears throat> and and there's she got fired, and now, of course, it's racism, and she worked on the ethics and diversity team, and all I ask is, you keep creating these Frankenstein monsters. You keep going after not profits, but politics, you abandon meritocracy and you go for genuine isms. 
bigotry. What is the color of your skin? Fuck the content of your character. And you're surprised. People who got by on the color of the skin and not the content of the character have no character. Ah, fuck Google. I think that's it. Is that it, guys? Is that it? Let's go through and make sure we got the... I think we got the last of them. Oh. Hey, uh, Al, for two bucks, Minneapolis News, how can we blame this on racism? Yeah, they'll <clears throat> they'll, they'll, they'll figure it out. I, again, remove yourself from the politics. What the fuck do I care happens in Minneapolis? Think about how many decades of generations of leftists have suffered in Detroit being lied to, hating cops, Blaming other people, having even set foot in that city. Think of the literally millions of people who have had to suck in Detroit. Think of the, well, Casper is not that big. <clears throat> the hundreds of thousands of people who lived in Hickville in Casper, Wyoming, thinking their poverty is caused by the man or the rich cattle ranchers out of town. When it's like, no, you're a meth head fucking your cousin living in a trailer, spitting out kids you can't afford. How many generations that, you know what? Minneapolis made it very clear to all of you that you're not welcome. They hate whites. They hate men. They really hate white males. And that you owe their other group, this group of people, that group of people, if you're going to be in that part of their community, and we're all going to take away your private property. We're all going to tell you what to do. <clears throat> Look, do it to yourselves. Abuse your own citizens, please. Carjack, create your own Frankenstein monsters, and then be shocked when they turn on you. And because of political correctness, you can't say anything. Well, it's not even political correctness. What really prevents leftist Minneapolitans from stating the truth is they don't want to admit they're wrong. They don't want to admit their fucking religion is wrong. Enjoy the decline, Minneapolitans. <clears throat> Sam Whiskey, five bucks. A lovely lady got carjacked in Minneapolis supermarket in daylight. Time to send in Snake Pliskin. Nope. Minneapolis doesn't deserve Snake Plissken. They, they don't. They, they don't deserve. No, Minneapolis. They, they have experts, Sam, with doctorates in social work and race ethnic studies and all that. They will solve it. I want to see it. I want to see all these social. Here's an opportunity for all you social science fucks, you frauds, you shotas. Let's see you clean up Minneapolis. Let's see you turn around in your little socialist utopia, huh? I mean, we all know what's going to happen. It's gonna, Soon the shit will be in the streets. Don't worry. We'll achieve San Franciscan and Portlandian levels of debauchery. Don't worry. Our white people will shit with their master's degree, will shit just as much and panhandle just as much as those people over in San Francisco with their white people with their master's degrees. Don't you worry about it. Julius Alexander, five bucks. It's time to leave the country, Cappy. Yeah, yep. Time to time to set up that boat. Hey, look who's in the house. Nonstop trade, three uh, three sixty for two bucks. I feel sorry for the kids coming up now. Yeah, I know. I it's I know. What do you do about it? It's one of the few things I actually feel sorry for. But then by the time they're twelve or thirteen and they're dealing drugs and they're fighting other kids and they're cutting car tires or whatever, then I'm kind of like, all right, I've lost. I've you know. When does it go from an innocent fatherless kid to a kid that's now threatening your property or even you? 
You know, when does it become like this innocent little being? And now it doesn't matter. It's an NPC automaton with hardwired firmware installed in it by the Minneapolis public schools to carjack you. All right. Um, I did not do the Corona Chan prayer the last time on Good Morning Corona Chan. So we'll do it here. Everyone bow your heads in prayer. Dear great and merciful Corona Chan, thank you for your non-sentient and zero fucks given truth. The teeth and threats that have been missing so much in the real world that are yet necessary for us to value life, acknowledge truth, and love our fellow man. May your nature continue to expose the evil and parasitic among us, the lazy and those that put themselves above all others, our slave masters who have kept us enslaved, teachers who can be replaced by YouTube, and the stupid and unprepared who ride for toilet paper when there is none. Bless us, O great Corona Chan, and reward us, specifically those of us who are smart enough to have a one-month supply of toilet paper and who stocked up on 556 ammo as a matter of basic insurance policy. And may thine blessing come in the form of lower asset prices, less boomers, less traffic, cheap gas, and near-free airline flights. In thy name, Wuhan, Wuhan, amen. Oop, Al's over here. Was thinking of moving to Columbia. Thoughts? Never been there. Heard good things about, though. Heard good things. Uh, Mendeline, I believe, is the town you want to go to. Rancid tips for two bucks. Why do woman bosses hate men when working for them? I don't think that's true. I don't think I've, I've had, I've worked for half my bosses. I think were female roughly. I never got the, the, the sense that they hated me. <clears throat> it's HR. I do believe if you were to pull like to get to the heart of heart, about 80% of HR women hate men. They do have a bigger, or maybe not hate. That's too strong, but they do have a bias against men. They would be misandrous to a certain level. Uh, certainly they do favor women. Um, and there's a generation maybe coming up in the world where they don't explicitly, they, they may in their own minds not even think they don't like men. They, they may say, no, I, I like men, but then they'll, it's kind of the affirmative action thing. I'm not against white men. I'm just help, for helping out minorities. It's like, okay. You don't understand giving people an unfair advantage is by default discriminating against the people you don't give that advantage to. And they don't view it as like, they may not have a personal hatred towards you, although I think a lot of them have a lot of jealousy and envy and and resentment, but I can, in their mind, they don't, they're not that philosophically astute or smart. They don't realize like, it's no different. Like if you had three kids and you gave 20 bucks to one kid uh, and then 10 bucks to the other two kids and the other two, well, what'd you give her? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I I love you. Just, she needs a little bit of help. Well, no, fuck you. (laughs) You're Okay, fine. You don't hate us, but you obviously are not treating us equally. So that is the definition of bigotry. Why, are you, for whatever traits you may, you know, maybe there was the two boys and uh, daddy's little princess. Here's twenty dollars. Or you two dumb boys get ten bucks. Now fuck off. Um. So I don't think women bosses hate men. I, I don't think that. I do believe HR does. Uh, as as a group. And I do believe there's a generation or a type. Um, and you can tell, like, I had women, we didn't talk about sexism or women's this or that. That was quite some time ago. But, like, you walk in and, like, okay, everybody, you know, your, your boss of a female persuasion is sending you emails all the time about how we're going to help with the women's and this and we're going to have a meeting, a race away. Okay, then you get, get the fuck out. But I've talked about enough that you guys should not be working in, uh, in, um, corporate america all right that's it questions answers asshole consulting.com we'll see you guys later toodles